That's not a good way to start, but that's okay. That's the way we're starting right here, right now. Here, Coffee with Curmudgeons. It's Friday. We're actually back on a Friday right here. Oh, by the way, it's calling. You can call in if we if you get angry, which is totally fine because you might because I got stuff to talk about. And so this is a – ah. See? Okay, now it's good. Mm. And over here is Jason Allen. In the, in the middle of all my uh, allergies and stuff. Woo! Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. We are back. And uh, yes, it is spring cleaning. So get ready, folks. We're going to be venting about any number of issues, anything that kind of, you know, just gets under our, uh, oh, you know, gets under our skin a little bit or whatever. So get ready, folks. Hello there. Oops, yes. That was wrong. And, hey, uh, just crapped out your camera. That's going real, real good. That's all right. That I'll just keep talking. Folks, you know, we do do a Sunday show. I think you'll find very interesting. We tackle a lot of the world of sports with our special sports correspondent, Jay-Z. So we'll be back this Sunday also, but today is kind of, you know, our normal curmudgeon. Your camera We're just gonna, went out. Yeah, okay. That's, where I'll That's be the, wonderful. Like, I'll, let's have technical difficulties that we never had before. I'll be the voice behind the <sighs> behind the curtain. You know what I'll do? Hmm. Here. Here. You talk over there. Okay. Look, there you go. Hi, everybody. No, over there. Oh, hey. How are you doing? <laughs> behind the thing. It's like that uh, one video we keep switching around. Where, where is he? Oh, oh, man. Here we're all excited. So, hello there. No, we have a Sunday show that we talk mostly about sports, and uh, we have our special sports correspondent, Jay-Z, as we go through, like, the NBA, uh, NBA, well, that too, but the NCAA brackets. Heck, we even talk about football, both American and football, and so uh, hockey, you you name it, we'll talk about it. In fact, we we will even talk about uh, sumo wrestling if it comes up. And if you want to do that or talk about now. anything, hi. You can you can uh, call us at 503-395-5040. Once again, 503-395-5040. And you can talk to us live here. You can leave a voicemail, whatever you want to do. It's all good. And uh, so we're here. The curmudgeons, we're back. It's a feel-good Friday. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was good. Well, that was a hell of a false start. I say feel good Friday, but literally the opening of the show was, ah! You know, you know, you know, <laughs> like uh, yeah. my camera crapped out just a little bit before yeah. we started, yeah. right? I'm yeah. going to do this. And, and then I got that fixed. I mean, these cameras are the same that just yeah. sit here and do the show, right? Sure. They just sit here and do at the least, show. At least that you know of. Well, I mean, we have that, like you said, that sports thing. Yeah. And we've got you dialing in on Skype in a box and everything. It's great. I love that. It's awesome, right? Yeah. But no, no, no. We come back to do a show, and it's crap. I blame my daughter. I know, right? The, she, the, head, the head that you saw briefly in the... Oh. In behind the... Yeah, whatever. Jenny, you may want to scoot over to the left there a little bit. No, that was... Uh, okay. All We're right. back. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I was so looking forward to this. No, not so much. Well, you know, it's it's I'm early. Over. We we can rebound. We okay. can, you know, we we'll move forward. Look, and now I'm adjusting my camera because I had to adjust it before. Ah, so ah, it's like yeah. I might have to do a little camera adjustment. But anyway, so uh, it was spring cleaning. Yeah. 
Uh, we got stuff to talk about. Spring break is starting. Ugh. Yeah, kids will be running around wild without minimum with minimal uh, supervision from the parental units. I'm gonna and, post this and cut that part out. By the way, don't you think? Yeah, with the screwed up camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be. It'll be. Sorry, added. it usually doesn't happen, but it does happen sometimes. It'll be post production. It just. It just died. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First, we have spring. Okay, I got a couple things. We could do the opening again. No. No. Like last we time. We could. Just flying in. Yeah, we could. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could just hum the internet. We did that one time. I can't remember what it was, but we totally just stopped, restarted. <laughs> Why not? Well, we'll catch it in the edit. Why not? Okay, so. Um, it's spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a movie premiere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I watched the latest episode of this new Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. And I have things to say about so that show. CBS All Access, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, my shaver can't get a charge, so mm. tried to get ready for the show and didn't. I see, um, I see. But we have a couple things. We do. Spring cleaning. Yes. First uh, uh, First off, uh, I got you a new mug. I saw that. Yeah, that just sort of popped up at the... Uh, now, this is a... what? It's vo- official. Voodoo donut donuts. mug. Yeah. And it's got a hole in the middle, so I can actually... That's oh, right. No, I can't really see, but I can put my eye up to it. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. It's official Voodoo Donuts mug. Ah, it I like up. it. Yeah, it turned up. It was at the, uh, I don't know. And uh, I thought of you. I was like, oh, we'll have to get that in the, st- in the show. They're, they're, uh, if, I, if I remember right, their motto is, the magic is in the hole. It says that right on there. Yeah. It says it right on the side with the Voodoo guy. <laughs> Ma- I don't magic know. And right the there, and pointed back at you, it says the magic is Innuendos in aside... Yeah, that is their uh, that is their go to message. Well, present company <clears throat> here that would right. <laughs> my my joke was going to be that looks like a fun cup, but anyway, uh, <clears throat> but but I wouldn't say that. It's um, a feel good Friday, yeah. and I've got a hole in the cup. See, yeah. Oh, yeah. there you are. There you are. Sorry, I'm just like okay. See, I was feeling ornery today. Yes, and then we have a. A well, special in-studio guest who is, um, anyway. I'll, I'll, so well, i got to, like, watch my language. Well, no, we, I've got a way around this. What? What we can do is simply, when you just give me the cue, and I'll just yell, earmuffs, and up exactly. your hands will yeah. pop up, and then, you know. Well, we keep it clean. So, anyway, so there's a voodoo. I don't know if that's going to stick or not. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe like you, you might have to get your, your cup from Oh, the uh, I yeah. Hate Mornings? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just thought, you know. You yeah. try it. Yeah, no, I like it. We got another thing though. I like it. Yes. For the desk. Ooh. Oh man. Ooh. And this is bad. This is bad. Okay, what Ladies do we got? Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Uh-oh. Now I don't know if Yeah. Maybe you can Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works on oh, okay. the power of the um the solar? Yes, that is an official that, alien folks. bobblehead. But instead of being a bobblehead, it's a bobble body. Bobble body. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. I don't, I, it should be bright enough in here to get some. Yeah, it should be. Where Sigourney Weaver? I know. I saw that, and it was Where? like, it was like half. I was like, oh my god. What I was the name of the kid? Uh, Newt. Newt. Where's Newt? Yeah. 
I'm hungry. I want loot. Isn't that great though? That's right. the greatest thing I've it ever is. seen. That's awesome. I am a I am a I was sucker. Maybe maybe just for today. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. See, Ooh, this is why we have to Gumby do Gumby gets shelved. Well, we got po all this crap oh. here. Pokey gets all. Oh, but, uh, look at that. Alien. Pride of place, right there. Right there. Yeah. I mean, we can. Sure. We used to have this for the. Sure. I don't know. We can There's put that so over here. Junk here. We can put it over here behind the uh, behind the dog. Yeah, but then then you don't see it. Ah, uh, that's true. In the in the thing. Okay. Gotcha. It should work. It's been working because it, it works off of light. It's got like a little... Well, yeah. you can kind of see it. Yeah, yep. there you go. There it's going. Look. Look. See, it does a little dance. I mean, it's a disco alien. That is awesome. I mean, I, I never wanted something so bad in my life. Yeah. I just yeah. saw it and I was like, oh, I have to have that. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a but, sucker for a good bobblehead or bobble body. At this uh, I just... I, I've yeah. never seen a bobble... No. Body disco dancing alien before. You gotta go with it. And, and and it says alien on the front. Just if you didn't know what it was. Yeah, just in know. case. So so there hey, you go. The xenomorph. Hey Martha, what is that? Oh, it's alien. I know. Oh. Okay. I, I love it. Like I love it. It brightened awesome. my day every day in the kitchen windowsill. Yes. Just doing its little dance in the morning while I get my coffee. And it's doing its thing. It's there. Yeah. It's 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 a bobble body, and it would be cooler yeah. is if it had a mode where that second mouth came out oh, and hit you right in the forehead and killed you. I just got an idea. But I know how we're gonna make our, uh, another million. How? Uh, don't you like how I say another million? Mm -hmm. We're gonna make another million. What if we instead of cuckoo clock, it's the it's the it's the alien oh, face, my and on top of the hour, the mouth comes out and oh my god, just like that. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. We got to get on this. That is brilliant. Yeah. I love it. A cuckoo clock. The alien cuckoo Yes. Right. I they like probably it. have that. You know, anything you think of that's like Ooh. pop culture or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure they. they I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not reinventing the wheel there or anything. But that's. I love that. But what if we also have a line of them? Not only do yeah. we have we have the uh, alien face, but what if we has what if we have the stomach and at the hour just comes bursting through right. the back, bursting through. Right. So we exactly. we'll cover it. But I, I, I like it. I should move the mic up a little bit. Okay. Hello there. Hi. I think, I think that was Jay-Z's mic placement. Gotcha. During Sports Sunday. So, uh, yeah. So there's that. So we got that. And then and then I brought you down some food. Yes. We're going to do some... Uh, taste test. Taste test. Do you want to do that right now? Yeah. Do it okay. now. Let's get it out of the way. We, okay. We've got a tight schedule. Okay. Do you we want do to tell actually. me what it is first? Because, ladies and gentlemen, I do not what know what it, this is. What does it look like to you? Well, all things. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> all things. No, I just. Uh, hey, hey, it's, it's hey! Boring. I, I want to tell you something. Okay. One of the best German German meat meals. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also, no offense. Uh, I'm going to say something. Indian cuisine also. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's some cuisine that looks Italian cuisine. Sure. But some cuisine looks German, mm -hmm. particularly. Oh sure. You go. Well, it doesn't look so delectable, and then it's like, <laughs> and then it's like, oh my gosh. Right, right. Best thing you've ever had. So what am I? What am I? What am I looking at here? Well, you. I don't know. You want me to just a blind yeah, taste yeah, test? It's it? Just a. Folks, I have no idea what this is. I have not been told what it is. Could it be pulled pork? Oh, but it does. It looks like some sort of a. I'm smelling. Or chicken. And I smell barbecue. Mm -hmm. 
So I would say I would say some sort of uh, strip of something meat. There you go. That's been barbecued and <laughs> maybe yeah. smoked a little too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so here we go. Barbecue. Barbecue. Smoky. Yeah, it is smoky. It's got the good, smoke. Good texture. Good texture. Good texture. That's a good thing. Hardy. Yeah. I like it. So what do you think? I like it. It's good. That is a Very good. smoked barbecue soy curl. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not make that, by the way. But I thought that we'd taste test it and see. Because you've, oh, you've always said, yeah. you said, well, you know, if you had something that was tasty, mm -hmm. uh, didn't have a meat or whatever. I could care less, yeah. Yeah. Very good. I'm a messy eater, folks, by the it's, way. So. It's been really good since it's, like, mm. I sat around for a day. My friend made that. Yeah. So, And that's actually those soy curls, I think, are an Oregon product. Like, I want to say Bend or somewhere they make them. You can actually pick them up. They're in a bag. They're dehydrated. Mm. You hydrate them, and then you cook them like meat. It, you know the funny thing is? What? If you hadn't told me. Yeah. That it was soy curls. Yeah. I would swear that it is meat. Yeah. The texture and the consistency and everything yeah. of it. I would swear that I was eating smoked barbecued yeah. meat. Now, what the consistency of, I would I would think more of a beef kind of thing yeah. instead of right. instead of a pork, yeah. more of a beef sort of consistency, fibrous. I think it would go good in a sandwich. I think it would go really good in a sandwich. Bar barbecue with some slaw and whatnot. Yeah. So no, anyway. Yeah. You like them? Very good. Studio audience? Oh, studio audience gives a thumbs up too. Yeah. 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 yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. I've always maintained that uh, with, with a vegetarian yeah. food, right? Yeah. yeah, I I could care less if it's meat or not, as long as it tastes good. That's my criteria. As a fat man, all it has to do my criteria exactly. is one thing: does it taste good? You know, exactly. And it's very good. I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. I uh, I I I just thought I I thought I thought hey, you know what? You always didn't yeah. hear someone. I was like, maybe I should bring this down and have yeah. a blind taste test. Yeah, yeah. Because you said that. So I just, it's no big deal. That wasn't part of the show. I was just, no. realized that no. I'd just I like give it. it a shot. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend Betty made that and, and oh. did actually smoke them in a smoker. You mean kinda... New York Betty? Yeah. <laughs> or what I like to call her, NYB. Yeah, New York, PDX, whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah. Jet setting. So anyway. There you go. International. Or, yeah, sure, why not? International. I, I don't know I don't know if you, that table's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about the mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big pile of wrappers over there. You, <laughs> Oops. You've already consumed that many? You're kidding me. Oops. Uh, Maybe, uh... You might not. Yeah, you might want to like slow down now. Right. Like maybe. I feel very confident in saying at this point, ladies, Sorry, man. ladies and gentlemen, my daughter is a diabetic. What? I'm no, I'm kidding. She is now. After all, I'm the, that was where my joke was gone. Jenna, that I think I think you've had enough. Yeah, yeah. You might want to like doing the bag. Curb it. Yeah, you can come on. Kick, kick like, the bag. I forgot the kids could. Yeah. She, like, yeah, yeah, you might want to do that. Left her own devices. Ooh. It, that's that's. Yeah. Leftover cat. I was thinking about this too. As an old as old people, remember you go to their homes mm -hmm. and they'd have yeah candy have, dish. No, but it would be hard candy. I love from hard 1947 candy. rock candy. 
Yes. My aunt. Would you like some rock candy? <laughs> Would little... you like some rock candy, little Jason? <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. I'd show up over at Aunt Joanne's house, yeah. and she would yeah, have some rock candy. And the rock candy would always have, like, powdered sugar over the top of it, which I, you know, now that I... Uh, now that I'm older and I look back and I can reflect on it, I mean, powdered sugar is nothing but children cocaine. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah. It's pediatric cocaine. And so, uh, uh, you know, you go over there and, of course, you eat the rock candy. It was good. She made homemade rock candy and it was tasty. But, but the thing about it is it's addictive, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it is. It, it, it's, it's children's crack. And uh, you, you just start snorting the sugar and then you start ingesting it. And and next thing you know, I mean, you're out trying to rob liquor stores because you love this rock candy so much. Yeah, it, it's bad, but it's oh, good. It's, but good. This is my day. I just spilled coffee on the switcher. <laughs> this is we, wonderful. Yeah, we, we we haven't been back for a couple of weeks. <laughs> no, I've been down here doing a, a sports show, and it's right. been going fine. It's just like, it's just it's uh, Friday. It's uh, Murphy's Friday. Friday. Yeah, it is. It is Mr. Murphy's Friday. I need my candy, yeah. which is coffee. Right, um, but yeah, and Edna should be like, "Oh, here, little Jason. Oh, I think this, this, this is the. Oh, I think that's the rock candy with the <laughs> vodka in it. Right, vodka. And that one has sherry. <laughs> the little wine. That's what I liked. Ooh. The little, the little, and 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 if you accident, uh, see, I shouldn't be. See, I can't say. I can't. The uh, little bottles. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the little mini bar. They bottles. still sell them. Oh yeah, and I think they sell them in. A, I think the real ones you. There's fake ones, but I think there's real ones. Oh sure. That you go to the liquor store to mm-hmm. buy, like around Christmas time, the holidays. Yeah. yeah. And that was always the interesting. Ones where you're like, bars and stuff. Ooh, and... What's inside of this? <laughs> right. Hey mom, right. can I have some more candy? Yeah. You go ahead and have some rock candy. I know. How that... come it's making my head spinning, Angela? Yeah, it was great. It was yeah. great for kids. We'd have little bottles of booze candy, chocolate <laughs> booze candy, and then. Right. What else? Candy yeah. cigarettes. Oh, of course. All the vices. Let me tell you something, folks. As, as, you know, hard drinking, hard smoking children of the world. I know. We we would just, you know, we'd gather around our friends, whether we were playing jacks or reading comic books. We'd be sitting out there, you know, with our uh, little, <laughs> little liqueur and our, our candied powdered cigarettes. And we would just be, I would, listen, I'm not ashamed to admit, I am ashamed now, but as a kid, I was never ashamed. It was a badge of honor. I'll be honest with you. You ready for yeah. this? I was, a, I, I was a two-pack smoker a day oh my, of, uh, of candy cigarettes. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. That actually is, is a good, oh, yeah. this. I turned on my light. I shouldn't just do things here. Uh, look, look, hi. <laughs> actually, I did want to do this because I wanted to make our show more like a J.J. Abrams you know, when we talked about that Trek movie, that might show. be useful, bring it in. Yeah, anyway. Uh, lens flare, haha. <laughs> it's yeah. so unique. Uh, that Okay, that reminds me of one thing I was going to talk about. Okay. Uh, TV shows. TV shows. Uh, the Orville. I love The Orville, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love that show. Mm-hmm. It needs to be re- renewed for a season three. It does. Okay. I'm sure it will be. Well, it hasn't been, and they're saying, well, you know, they got Fox. Fox Disney just bought Fox. So pretty, mm. pretty much Disney owns everyone yeah. and everything, which is a little bit, can you say antitrust? I could say antitrust. But anyway. You know, people are always talking about how the current administration is kind of di- dictatorial. It's uh, not. You know, we are controlled by the mouse at yeah. this point. 
in the shadow of the well, <laughs> mouse people, ears. People don't realize yeah. that yeah. Uh, the mouse, the mouse, Disney, yeah, was really the first. That was the first time that we had um, that. They were Walt Disney himself was yeah. responsible for the beginning of modern copyright law in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. Very proprietary. Don't forget guy. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Copywriting the mouse. Can't do that. Because before Disney, yeah. uh, copyright was, I can't remember what it was, like 50 years or 25 years, and then it went into the public domain. Right. For the good of the public. Right. And Walt was like, mm, 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 mm. Nope. And then it was like 75 years. Like, like give it like that and yeah. generation, like, so that your kids could profit off of it. And now it's like you could just practically do in in perpetuity if you renew it. It's basically, yeah. Which is crap. That's not how it should work. No. Works should fall into the public domain at some point. It was Bach's 230-something-something birthday. I want to say 34 birthday. Mm -hmm. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Before? Uh Uh-huh. Well, his stuff isn't copyright. His stuff is public domain Mm -hmm. 300 years later, like Mm -hmm. Mozart and all that. Right. Yeah. There you go. That's that's how it works. But anyway. That is a little troubling. Let's the Orville. Orville. Let's get back. Yes. So so I like that show. Mm-hmm. It needs to be renewed for season three. Uh, it's owned by Fox Entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's Seth MacFarlane's Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, Next Generation. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a great show. Good show. Um, and and um, and I still don't understand why it's not renewed for season three. Again, this Fox-Disney merger thing. Yeah. Uh, I think people are watching it. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's a good show. It's a good sci-fi show. Uh, the crew. I know everything about every member of the crew. It stars. It stars people, former Star Trek people. Mm-hmm. Last night's guest star. Mm. Last night's guest star okay. who came on and did played a scientist. Yeah. Was Tim Russ. Really. You know who Tim Russ is. Tim Russ. Tuvok. Yes. Or as I would say, Tuvok. <laughs> or the status of the shields. <laughs> Captain Janeway. The shields yeah. are holding. That's what he does. Every episode. Uh, rewatching uh, Voyager lately. Yeah. Every episode, Tuvok has this one line. The shields are holding, Captain. Yeah. They always, like, he always has to have that one line. Not about when, the shields. The sh- well, the shields are holding. It's yeah. important. you got to know what's going on with the shields. Or you're going to get blown to bits. The funny thing about Tuvok is not many people know this. Again, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there yeah. and people are going to say, wow, I did not know this. Yeah. Did you know that Tuvok's last name is Shakur? Oh God! No, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, two bucks, sugar. What? Thumbs down. That's what people. That's what the word on the Thumbs street is. Thumbs down. The word on the street is that's his last name. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, there's a writer's strike here at Gotham's <laughs> Conventions. Oh come on, you saw that a mile away. Uh, two of us no, two I didn't. Bucks. No, I actually didn't. I was oh. like, oh, two bucks, sugar. Yeah. So, uh, he came on. He played a scientist. <laughs> okay. okay? And he had a time capsule. So this this show Orville is set in the future, like TNG, like the twenty fourth century, like three. They say like three hundred years into the future. Yeah. And they they've got spaceships. They're explorers. They have a planetary union. Yeah. They have some enemies out there. Oh yeah. They have uh, some different races. And so he comes on with a, a a time capsule, right? You know what a time capsule is? Time's capsule, that thing. What is it? What's a time capsule? What do they do with the time capsule? Well, they bury stuff. Right? Yeah, you know, right. That way, you can, in the future, you can look. Oh, this is what life was like in <coughs> whatever whatever century. Right. Yeah. So they bury a time capsule. Yeah. And then you're supposed to dig it up, like in the future. 
yeah. the future people dig up the time capsule. Very popular in like in the 40s and the 50s. Time well, capsules. I remember like around 2000 and stuff too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he comes on because he's a scientist and an anthropologist, Tim Russ, mm-hmm. and he has a time capsule from 2015. Oh, interesting. And and some I I didn't, I didn't catch the thing, and it's not that important. Somehow the ship and the scientists and the engineers on the ship are helping him, like deconstruct the time capsule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's um. I, I I'm doing this from memory. I don't have any screenshots. Okay. That way, copyright doesn't hit us with the YouTube <laughs> fair use. By the way. Yes. <sighs> anyway, which I uh, don't get me started on that. But anyway, uh, so they come on, and and I can tell you, there's like a there's like a bottle. Of one I liked is a bottle of Purell hand ah, sanitizer. Right, yeah, I like that. Yeah, uh, that's what I remember. And there's various items from 2015, but the two big items are a pack of cigarettes and an iPhone. Really? Yeah. And so okay. the so the the so basically the episode centers around those two items. <laughs> Cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course what do they do with the iPhone? They they're like what is this? It's well it's a cellular Timorous is he says it's a cellular device. It's a communicator, a cellular device yeah, they used yeah. to use back in 2015. Well of course they they want to figure out how to break into the iPhone, <laughs> right? Yeah. And see what's there. Yeah. The contents, because yeah. obviously it's a device. There must be data in there. So the engine, the chief engineer of the Orville, he works on it, and they do some, you know, sciency, uh, Star Trek. Yeah, I'm, you know what? It, it you know, Orville. Mm-hmm. But anyway, stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, a few trial and errors, and we'll try this, and we'll reroute this, and we'll yeah. reroute the capacity, and boom, what happens? Of course, because it would be a pretty short episode if they couldn't break into the iPhone, right? Right. You'd be like, well, that's it. Okay, good. Next week on the Orville. Right. So they break into the iPhone. Oh, boy. And it turns out a lady from 2015. Oh, boy. Put her iPhone, her old iPhone, into the time capsule. She got up the brand new iPhone. In fact, they find this video of her, and she's like, mm-hmm. I got the brand new iPhone, and we were doing this time capsule project in the town or whatever, and I decided, well, what I'm going to do with my old iPhone is put this in the time capsule with all, and maybe oh. you'll see... Who I was, and and it's a really cool because she's like, I guess I'm long gone now, you know. Yeah. After after all of this, and so the pilot of the Orville, mm-hmm. Gordon, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, becomes enamored with this woman. Oh. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Orville, like all good modern sci-fi ships, they have what would be known as a hollow deck. <laughs> oh, yes, no. yes, oh, yes. No. Gordon. They don't call it the hollow deck, though. Oh, Gordon! It's the whatever emitter I, deck. I thought maybe you were going to say replicator. I'm like, whatever. Oh. No, he oh. takes and they and figures out a way, of course, with three hundred year in the yeah. future science to link up the iPhone with the hollow deck thing. Yeah, yeah. And make recreate from all the data of this woman. Yeah. Twenty fifteen Earth with her in it. Wow. And so he goes out and interacts with her and everything. And and he kind of ends up getting getting jiggy with it. Yeah, well, kind of like <laughs> like really. Yeah. You know, not only understanding the culture, but really kind of because she starts out. It starts out. He goes to a house party. Yeah. Her house. Oh, nice, nice. Her brand new apartment house. She's having a house party. Uh-huh. You know, it's 2015. Everyone's drinking wine or beer or whatever. So yeah. he just shows up. 
She's like, hi, who are you? It's like, oh, I'm I'm Carlos's friend or whatever. I can't remember the name or something like that. Oh. And, yeah. um, Jordan. and yeah, and it's like, oh, that's a funny outfit you're wearing. Is that your pajamas? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, huh? You know, because he's wearing his Orville. I thought it was a costume. Uniform, right? Yeah. His pilot uniform. But then he, he gets kind of in this thing, and she's like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend and I just broke up. I'm trying what? to keep it together. Yeah, and he's like, oh. Really? Yeah. But it's really cool. They, It's a whole <laughs> thing about life, and then he deletes part of her story, which mm. changes part of her story. Yeah. Go watch it. You can actually watch it on streaming. They have it free. How, how I'm interested in this. How did they tackle the cigarettes part? Did they sit ah. around smoking cigarettes? Well, that's B-plot. Excellent. Okay. Subplot. So this was great, right? Yeah. Subplot B is they have this this guy on the ship. His name's Bordas. Mm-hmm. He's like a command guy. Kind of security, but kind of command. I, actually, he does a few things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's they've done a lot of episodes. This is the second season, so... A lot of episodes about the, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes from a species. They're kind of like macho. They come isn't, from a species of all males. Isn't he, isn't he the one that was pregnant himself? Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. It's of a course. species of all males. Yes. They actually lay an egg. He had to. Yeah. He He's the dad, <laughs> and he had to actually sit on the egg. Yep. And there's a whole, I, I don't want to go into it, but a whole thing about the offspring and yeah. and the gender stuff that they do on the planet because they're supposed to be all dudes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're in a relationship, you're married. To yeah. another guy, and then yeah. you have lay an egg, and right. all this. And they, they've been a lot of good. Food. They also only pee after seven years or something like that. And it's <laughs> no, it really is, and and it's a ceremony. Yeah. That was, I think that yeah. was the season opener this year. Nice. So anyway, okay. You're, I think you're being hailed. Well, anyway, not during the show, she wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's fruit. That's not <laughs> you. It's, that's, it's that's good safe. for you. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. I just was like, oh, what do I do? Get rid of all this candy. Uh, Next time it'll be the rock hard candy. <laughs> what work. I was going to say is you'd go and yeah. get the rock candy from your aunt, and you got a couple of loose tooth because you're a little kid. And guess what? Those teeth oh, are yeah. gone, man. Yeah. Look, I lost three of my tooth just eating. I, but that's a good candy. thing, man. I mean, if you got loose tooth, you know, if you're going over to Aunt, aunt Fanny's house, you're yeah. going to come back and at least get a few bucks from the tooth fairy because you had the rock candy. So there they're sitting there with a the pack of cigarettes. Yes. In the time capsule. And uh, Bordas, Bordas, he says, what is that? <laughs> and uh, then I think the doctor explains who's Penny Johnson-Gerald, who uh, also was on Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. played Cisco's girlfriend, mm-hmm. second wife. Uh, wonderful. Love her so much. Um, she goes, well, that was cigarettes. And he's like, what is cigarettes? <laughs> and then it's like, well, it was a thing that people would inhale the smoke. Yeah. And uh, it turns out it would give them cancer. And it was very unhealthy. Yeah. And 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 he was like, hmm. So later you see a scene where Bordas takes a cigarette. And uh, um, they actually replicate it. And Bordas goes to his partner, uh, Clyden. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they have a replicator, right? Mm-hmm. And he replicates the same thing. And Clyde's like, what is that? And it's like, <laughs> it is a cigarette. It's from Earth. 21st century, 20th century, whatever. And, yeah. and so Clyde immediately picks up the cigarette, puts it in the mouth, and eats it. <laughs> it's like, no, you are not supposed to eat it. You are supposed to smoke it. Uh, uh, the backstory there, which we've already had in previous seasons, yeah. is they can eat anything. They have a oh. constitution of like... okay. Like, there was one episode where they were betting Bordas, like, you know, here, eat this 
half I of these people. Yeah. 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 So, you know, he's alien. That's yeah, what yeah. The aliens do. They're different, right? Right. So they start smoking. And then it becomes like that scene in in um uh the Coneheads. Remember okay. the Coneheads? Mm-hmm. People don't remember the Coneheads were a Saturday Night Live thing. They actually made a movie. They were from space. Yeah, I, I saw the, the yeah I saw the movie. The, I think yeah. the the Saturday Night Live sketches were fun. Oh, way better, yes. But they would consume mass quantities. That's right. Like they were aliens, so it's like they'd have a beer, but they'd have an entire six pack and just start just ripping it apart. Or when they'd smoke, they instead of one cigarette, they'd take a whole, whole pack, <laughs> pack and start because they're aliens, right? right? But they're from France. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the deal with the Bordis gotcha. and Clyden. Ah. Is then they start smoking, and so it do was they, funny. Do they get hooked on it? Yes, because uh-huh. it turns out the doctor ends up going. Turns out the Mocklins have a genetic predisposition to be, you know, just amazingly hooked on nicotine. <laughs> oh man! Now, of course, you're thinking in the future yeah. any cancerous effects or anything like that. Yeah. You know, what would they do like on the enterprise? They just do a little scan or whatever it is. And... Yeah, you'd get like a dose of nuclear radiation that's lethal. And remember, Beverly Crest would be like, okay, you're good. Right. It's right. like, thanks. Or McCoy, remember in the movie where he gives yeah. that lady a pill and she grows back another. Oh, uh, I love that. Uh, kidney, oh, you know? yeah. and so that's one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Yeah, I love, take these pills. I love that. You he, call me in the morning. He is Cedric Curmudge, and he's in the elevator. Yeah. He's like, what are we in the dark ages oh, here? I love, I love that. Right. Those, those are the hospital scenes. Are like, right. Probably my favorite scene in the movie. Thank and, you, and, doctor. Yeah, yeah and she comes back. back on the thing, and it's like, the doctor's like, I can't believe it. She's got a brand new kidney. And she's that man gave me a pill. He gave me mm. my week room, my kidney. Thank you, doctor. And he's like, well, we'll talk later as they're trying to right. get Chekhov out of there. Right, <laughs> with those nuclear yeah. vessels. Yes. Uh, that's a good see charming movie yes things that make you happy yeah You're, you will you feel good about yeah. it yeah i feel good when i see the orville and this may not have been the greatest orville episode but it was worth my hour time yeah it was entertaining yeah you know yeah and it talked about uh really at the end well i don't want to spoil it too much but really in the end it it you know, if there's any meaning, meaning, not meaning, meaning you want to inject into this, yeah. it was about what memories do we leave? What do we leave uh, as our legacy? Who right. are we? Yeah. I mean, we, you know, there's a point where we live and we die. Yeah, I've always you thought know? about that from a historical sense. Yeah. What are they going to find of us thousands of years in the future when they're digging in the sand? It's it's going to be, you know? it's going to be. Gordon is going to be sitting in that chair on coffee with curmudgeons. Right, right. It's like it's like you won't believe it. It's a thing called a live podcast on the internet, like on YouTube, and the and and they sit around with microphones and talk for two hours about nothing. Right, yeah, right. exactly. Well, Seinfeld did that too. Yeah, you know, what's the show yeah. about? It's about nothing. See, yeah. that that's what I would think would be cool with the holodeck technology. Yeah. Uh, and I was kind of thinking, oh. I saw the preview for this, but it didn't give away. I wondered if, too, because actually when he does go into the apartment, yeah. it kind of has that 90s Friends vibe kind of thing. Because it's a dinner, you know, it's like, right. the, hey, everyone's hip and cool, young adults, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he looks into the sign. <laughs> People at my age, I despise. But anyway. Um, uh. I don't despise him. I do despise him. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, but, but. They they went in there, you know, and it, it was just like uh, all I could think about is 
what if you were on a spaceship 300 years from now and your holographic thing is friends right <laughs> like you actually you're the Chandler. gordon the pilot and you walk in and there's chat you're in the coffee shop you yeah. know or seinfeld like you just barge in the door with kramer it's like now you got that, any cereal you know that that wouldn't be so bad that i friends today. i'd get a little upset at after yeah. i'd get kind of old you know yeah and I'd start throwing coffee around. Coffee's good, but I would then start like throwing, you know, bottle like, you know people. I know friends, and and apparently, is is it Netflix? Okay, has the streaming of Friends yes. and like paid like a, like a, like you know, wheelbarrows of money, I yeah. believe to get the rights ha- to that. keep the rights to yeah. stream Friends. Yeah, which is like why? Well, you know what? <laughs> but here's the thing: when yeah. you look at most television today. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, that no the, the <laughs> salient. Point. Sorry, because uh, you're here with curmudgeons, and we're gonna rail about stuff. Yeah, coming up very very soon. Oh, very soon. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, it would be like uh, what you do is like uh, aliens invade the ship. Yeah, like they did in Star Trek uh, First Contact. Yes, remember mm-hmm. you saw that movie, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And what do they do? The Borg, they're taking everyone over. Yeah. What does Picard do? Holodeck. Yeah. Uh, Dixon Hill. Oh, Chapter yeah. number six, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, take off all the safeties on the – which which makes absolutely no logical science sense, that scene. But it's dramatic. It's, it makes for a good scene where he gets to go into the holodeck and it's beat Dixon Hill yeah. with uh, Alfie Wood, Woodard. Mm-hmm. Uh and kill some Borg with mach- submachine guns. Yeah, you know, in a in a yeah. noir kind of setting. Sure. So it works. Almost like a piece of the action from the yeah. old Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good scene. It was yeah. A good scene. Um. And so, uh, yeah. So you, you aliens would invade the ship, mm-hmm. and so you'd all run in the holodeck in a Seinfeld episode. Oh. And that. so, like Elaine. And George yeah. would be screwing over the aliens. Right. Right? Right. So you could take back control of the ship. Of course, because you... Got it right there. If you're an alien, you're going to walk in there, and you're going you're, you're gonna to be, like, nonplussed from the very beginning. You're going to be looking around, what the heck is this? You know, and then you get, you get Seinfeld over there, he's like, what's with the antenna? Yeah. You know, and the, and Kramer comes sliding through the door, you know, George is going to you like this, what's going on? Kramer, Kramer would distract the aliens with, like, a cigar and, oh. some, it's like, and stories, and they'd be, like, they'd be sitting there going, wait, we're wasting our time, you know, they'd be like, oh, wait, 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 I got another good one, right? right. <laughs> One time I ran into an alien down in the village. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, what? Right, and so they get so confused that literally like... Yeah, by I'm, Seinfeld. I'm going back to my home planet. This is just... Exactly, you know. and you'd save the ship. Yeah. Next week on Star Cremudgeons. So Star Cremudgeons, yeah, right. Yeah, that's going to be our new show, Star Cremudgeons. Right. Instead of Buck Rogers, it's going to be Seinfeld in the 25th look, century. Look, look, if Seth can make his own Star Trek, uh-huh. he can too. Uh-huh. And do it better than... Star Trek. Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> At least the latest in... in yeah, car- oh yeah, of course. Yes. Qualifier, yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. no, that's what we would do on our Star Curmudgeon ship. Oh yeah, yeah. Any aliens show up to try to take us over, we're sending them to the holodeck with... Uh... You know what the other good one would be? Hmm. I got another one that would work too against the aliens. Figure this one out, and I think you're going to figure out... Okay. I love Lucy. 
Oh, you, the, you. because right, you get in the situation with the aliens with the chocolate conveyor belt or yeah, something. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. You know, and then here Lucy comes, knows what to do. Right, eat the chocolate. How are they gonna? I mean, they're looking for answers, but ain't no way Lucy gonna be explaining anything no, to them, right? No. And then what if you're an alien, right? And you're like, you come from like Nebulon Five, and you show up, and you're like, hey, I'm I'm gonna wreck some humanity. Yeah. You walk in on Fred and Ethel Mertz, you don't know what. How do you handle Fred Nethel Mertz, right? Well, yeah. Hey, I... Ricky, who is that? I don't know. Hey, Ricky, what's going on with that weird alien dude? You know, they're like, who, who, who are these people? And 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 the special guest star, yes, as a head alien bad guy, Ooh. would be the great Jeffrey Combs. Oh, who played every alien on every Star Trek episode? Yeah, ever. Yeah, like good ones. Yeah, like Shran and and um, Wayun and. Yeah, Ferengi and all sorts of stuff. He would be the guest alien. What about the and guy then, that played Q? Oh, oh yes, John Delancey. He yes. shows up just yeah. to try to monkey with people, and people are monkeying with but, him. But see, I, I see, I see Jeffrey Combs as our yeah. enemy alien. Yeah, and he's the head. He's like the colonel of whatever the alien forces. Are. And yeah. then they're in the I Love Lucy, and Lucy has got them so worked up about Ricky coming home that they oh. think Ricky is like an entity that's going to come home. Right. Like, we have to get this done before Ricky comes home. Oh. Yeah, take me to your we, leader. Exactly. We 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 must escape before this Ricky comes home, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Ricky's yeah. gonna be so mad at us. It's like, oh. And Ricky don't Ricky don't have no ray gun. He just shows up with his bongos. No, it, it, you it, know. The end of the episode, Lucy, I'm home. And then they were just like, you know, beam us out of here. Right. Mm. And we take control of the ship again. Yeah. We got like this, that. man. We got this. Yeah. We. Could write so much good sci-fi. Yeah, uh, of course. I always thought that if aliens showed up on the planet, they, they they were looking to get rid of us. You know, extermination, mm-hmm. like like uh, Independence Day sort of stuff. They show up and they just they just want the whole planet. As, as soon as they get into our atmosphere and they look at our what we're looking on TV and what we're showing, any reality TV, they would blow their their, you know. Oh yeah. Alien suicide. Survivor. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome right. to extraterrestrial survivor. You're off the planet. Wait a minute. We are trying to overtake the ship. No, sorry. Or You've like, been kicked off the ship. Or <laughs> MTV, the real world. Oh, God. You know, if I'm Gorg from the planet Plebeus, I'm not going down there. You can't make me go down there. The first thing aliens would realize yeah. is that human beings are so self-involved <laughs> yes. that they would actually ask for, I don't know, yeah. ask for imprisonment and de- please get us out of here, you know? Right. It was like that scene in Airplane where the guy keeps going around and telling <laughs> the story and the people next to him commit suicide. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> because he's, well, it's a long story. I was I was in the war as a pilot, you know, and by the end the lady's like lighting herself on fire or whatever. Right, yeah, the Battle of Rancho Gordo. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, yeah. I mean, that's what aliens would find out. It's like, We've got to get off this ship. I don't need to hear another story of someone's life. Right, yeah. They're just like, oh, my God. Human beings are so self-involved. How did they even get off the planet? Right? Right. That's how that, That's how we're going to literally defeat any alien. Is just we're going to show them old yeah. MTV things of the real yeah. world. And they'll be like, I'm not going down there, man. You can't make me. Did I ever tell you the story when I was in college and I met a woman and... Um, <laughs> no! <laughs> 
Be us out. Oh, my last boyfriend. I got to tell you all about him. He was just so like, please oh. beat us Me- out. Meanwhile, they're taking their ray guns like, oh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God, it's more feelings. Right. Right. Wait, wait until they hear the yeah. Michael McDonald. Oh, God. You know. How did you even? Yeah. How did you even get off this planet and form a planetary union? Ah! Right. 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 I couldn't handle it, man. They were just, and then they put on some somebody called Christopher Cross, and I just had to get away. Oh, God. Light years away. This song you know. makes me... Cry a little bit. Do you want some white wine? It's like, no! <laughs> would you like some Pirelli hand sanitizer? This would be yeah. absolutely infallible oh, yeah. when your starship, your human yeah. starship, yeah. is invaded by aliens. Right. <laughs> you don't forget about the shields or the photon torpedoes or whatever. No, no. We got you. Let's send them down to the holodeck. Yeah. We, we got it made, man. man. Yeah, I mean, easily, yeah. Yeah, these these guys will realize they don't want to conquer us. It's like, let's they'll they'll do that whole like thing like they used to do in the old Star Trek, like the Talfor. It's like uh, yeah. this planetary system is off limits, quarantined. Yeah, quarantined, right? Yeah. Which maybe that's why, maybe yeah. that's why, because you know there are people we like to think yeah. you and I yeah about. Uh, UFOs, sure. Flying saucers, sure. Aliens, you know, yeah. usually the guys with the with the eye, the bug eyes, and the the little, grays, little body. yeah, the grays, mm-hmm. the grays. Yeah. Is there the whites? No, no, that's probably wrong. No, there are. Oh, there there are. Ra- <laughs> there, I've heard uh, there are a race of aliens that are supposed to be like Nordic looking. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. And then that goes off into some really and the weird... lizard people. That's but my favorite. I like lizard. the lizard people. Okay, I like the lizard so you people. got the grays yeah. and you got the lizards. Yeah. Which, you know, most, I think, thinking people these days... Or the insect-looking one. Oh. You know, you got, like, the flying mantis guy. It's like the Zindi from Enterprise, but... Yeah. But, yeah, the lizard people, which, like I said, most normal-thinking people who didn't believe in conspiracies anymore are now right. looking around going, lizard, 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 and just... Right. Watch any C-SPAN for a while. <laughs> oh, He's a lizard. Man. Oh, I'm... that's a lizard right there. I can even see the skin suit. I just thought it was the lighting. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I and Hollywood... Yeah. That's what I liked about Men in Black. Yeah, the original oh yeah. Men in Black. Because you never knew When they go was... into the control and you see up on the screen all the aliens that they're tracking, it's like, you know. All the Hollywood stars yeah, that are yeah. alien. Like, so, oh, that makes perfect sense. Like that movie. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so we would totally have it. We would totally get them off the ship. You know, that reminds me of something. You know how there was a big rash of alien sightings in 47 yeah. as well? And it went into the 60s and 70s and stuff. Yeah. I've got a theory why we don't see many aliens. Why? Because they come down into contact and they see a, they see like MTV's Real World uh-huh. or things like that, and they're just getting the heck out of Dodge. They showed up back in the fifth. Like, oh, that's weird. They show up today and they're getting that Eiffel. No, no wonder we don't have any sightings anymore. Exactly. We're quarantined. They quarantined us. Yeah. They're like, oh no, we we checked them out. The yellow tape, the galactic yellow tape, yep. is around this. Yep. This system. Yep. They call it the Van Allen belt. It's not. It's just. It's the corrective tape across that yeah. they're saying don't even come near. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's 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 like somewhere out there in the Oort cloud or whatever. It's yeah. like a giant yellow tape. Do not cross. Cross at your own, you know, restricted area. Right, or like any any sort of tourist books. You know, they got like the Lonely Universe yeah. uh, tourist books. It's like don't go near, you know, don't go near Earth. You know what's fascinating is in the 50s, and I've mm-hmm. been watching a lot of old classic 50s oh. uh, movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're 
I really like them. I mean, yeah, yeah they're cheesy. The special effects, they're 1950s. They're flying saucers and whatnot. I watched The Silent Earth again. There is something endear- I love en- endearing that about that period of uh, cinema. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It, they're, they're not, if you take them for what they are, mm-hmm. 1950s sci-fi movies, yeah. you, you see, like, wow, they really spent a lot of money on this. They worked out the ideas. Yeah. But it's always interesting that in... In some of these movies that I like, the aliens are coming down to talk to the scientists. Yeah. And in this island Earth, they're actually coming down to get help from oh. our scientists. Oh. You know, because yeah. their world is dying. So there's uh, always been that theme. Yeah. Which I think now we realize is complete nonsense because they'd be like, oh, no, no, no. You, t- check out their television transmissions that are flying yeah. by our planet. Yeah. You don't want to go down there. No, I mean, if you're an alien and you're looking for the human race to be your savior. Ooh, although although know. I do see that the next episode of Lucy is beaming out this way. So we want to watch that one, though. I love right. Ricky and Lucy and the Mertzes and Ed. Right, right. Fred. I, listen, I think Fred. If, if you're an alien, you're going to find you're going to find the mod squad truly captivating. You know, Link? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, hey, that's cool. I found that captivating. The one we get Seinfeld would be all right, but if I mean, if you get to like mad about you and those other ones, well, yeah, I mean, I like Paul better Reiser. than now. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. So anyway, so the big thing here is Orville needs to get renewed for season three. Yes, I will be very happy when I find that out. But yeah, for all I know, maybe it did get renewed today. I don't know. It could go but the I, route that that uh, that uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine went. Yeah. Had good ratings, but for whatever reason, Fox just didn't have. Well, and then NBC snapped. It, it will. It will piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> because it, it is a show that's delightful every week. Yeah, and gives me that feeling of you know when I'd be excited to watch like oh, a Star Trek Next Generation. It's show a feel good show after you get the trackles, you know, and when you're yeah. done, you say, "Hey, that was a pretty good show." That's what TV should do nowadays instead of. Well, either taking place in Chicago, whether it being Chicago Med, Fire, whatever it is, Chicago, you know, put in your blank. Uh, I haven't said. Feel good. I haven't said anything mm-hmm. about this show. Okay. And now I'm gonna say it. Okay. Drumroll. No. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm a Star Trek fan. Oh yeah. I go all the way back to fifty. As a matter of fact, I can claim. That there was a Star Trek on broadcast television mm-hmm. that I saw. Really? Like yeah. 67? Well, it went to 69. Actually, oh, no. yeah, you yeah. know what? Yeah. Uh, it actually, I looked it up. This is interesting. The last episode of Star Trek, the original series, was in June of Last airing, I think, was in June of 69 when it was canceled. Mm-hmm. What happened in July of 69? Oh, isn't that the moon? Yeah, 50 yeah. years ago. Yeah. So interestingly enough... Yeah. Uh, uh, they 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 canceled the show and then we landed on the moon the next month. There's another actually British yeah. sci-fi series, same thing. Well, they were yeah. still going through. I think they were still doing production. They were actually doing production and stopped production on this show called UFO. Great show um, from British Jerry yeah. Anderson and and um, and they actually stopped production to watch the moon landing. You know, and I think that's so cool. Like, yeah. here you are in 1969, and it's like, hey, yeah. I'm on a space sci-fi show. Hey, wait a minute. There they're going to the moon. Real stuff's happening. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, I watch mean, it. Here's the thing. The world was not a nice place in the late 60s. <laughs> no. It was 
a very tumultuous place. 68 alone would make you want to run for cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and America and the world it changed America, um, and what it you know mm-hmm. we 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 had the Vietnam War. Yep. We had uh, counterculture political yep. revolutions. Yep. We had feminist revolution. Mm-hmm. We had uh, uh, we had all the um, civil rights yep. stuff going on. Coming to a head, yeah. yeah. And we had corruption in politics, mm-hmm. you know, which was, we would find out a few years later, yeah. Nixon. Um, the music was changing. Um, Assa- all of this Assassinations stuff. galore. Assassinations. Uh, just you know. so much turmoil in the world. Uh, the Iron Curtain, communism, yeah. and revolutions behind the Iron Curtain, yep. you know, along with a uh, nuclear threat of nuclear war. Yep. And all these things were happening. And then we had the space program, the yeah. Apollo space program. And and I know people to this day, they're like, oh, Elon Musk, come on to the moon. No, we, we need SpaceX more than anything nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I got so much because I just saw an interview he did with the head of NASA before they launched the, the Dragon test launch. Yeah. And, you know, and they, they were like, well, yeah, you, you know, when you did the Falcon Heavy, you put the the Tesla car with the mannequin in space. And he, he goes, yeah, usually you fly a, a brick, a, a bunch of concrete. Yeah. He's like, we thought about it, and we we're like, what what would inspire someone? What would a kid look at and go, okay, that's... And we were inspired yeah. Yeah. by the space program, yeah. by Apollo, by yeah. Neil Armstrong, and all of them, okay? Mm-hmm. Just as we were inspired by Star Trek. Of course. The original series. Yeah. What would you think that Star Trek stood for? Like, just if you just take the original series, I mean, and I would argue just to say that I think all of Star Trek has always stood for this, mm-hmm. all the series. But what did it stand for? To me, well, to me, uh, the the early series with Captain Kirk and it, um, a sense of hope for humanity that we, we evolved. We got out into space. We... Uh, Learn to get along with people that just not weren't our uh, uh, skin tones, but mm-hmm. were actually different species. And I would like to think that the human race evolved. Yeah, you know that. That's it. Yeah, right there. It it, it was the so it, it was a television show at a time that when you turn on the news, yeah. you'd see just the mo- war. Uh, you know, people getting killed, people getting yeah. assassinated. Uh, so tribal, everything, everything is yeah. uh, either you know civil rights, of, of course, and um, this let you know that for at least a, an hour on uh, what what day did it air originally? I you know I don't remember. I'd have an to hour, an hour on a weekday or weekend, whatever. I look it up. An hour yeah. uh, for an hour at least. It was a weekday. You got to see a show where you got past it. Yeah, yeah. you know that. Hey, you know this. What, what all the crap we're feeling today isn't going to be like tomorrow. And they give you a little sense of hope, right? Well, again, context set, the present day, if you looked at the television, if you looked at what was going on, it was pretty depressing. It's yeah. like, it looks like we're just going to be fighting wars. We're going to have racial tensions. Yeah. We're going to have uh, uh, totalitarian governments. We're going to have all these corruption in government yeah. we're gonna have all these terrible things assassinations and then here you turn on a show as a kid where and god bless him william shatner as kirk yeah. would like 
when at the end of an episode or something, he'd go into his little monologue, right, with yeah. the aliens. Like, we overcame our death. We had a war. We almost wiped <laughs> ourselves out, but we at the freaking we. You know, right. I'm, I'm not doing one of his actual, I'm paraphrasing. but Right. I love Shatner. And we learned. He's overreacting, yeah. We learned to get along. That's why we have the Federate, you know. We evolved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one where he talks with the two guys. And, oh, and the, they, yes, the exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this this will be your last enemy or something like that. Yeah. And it's like the, they're half and half, and they're fighting each other. You who's, know? who's one of them? Uh, Frank Gorshin. Uh, Frank Gorshin, thank the you. The Riddler. Oh, fantastic. Right. Yeah. The Riddler from... Um, uh, the 66 oh, Batman. Love Frank Gorshin. Yeah, good actor. I think he actually was on a Next Generation episode, too. Really? Yeah, wow. I think I think he... Because he would just guest star on stuff. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. that was kind of the vision of Star Trek. It was something that you... And, and it was Gene Roddenberry. Very intentional. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he created the show. Yeah. This is what he, he laid down. He said, look, in the future, we don't squabble about money. Yeah. You know, greed is, you know, poverty, yeah. uh, those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, not about where we come from or anything. We all work together. And we go explore and, mm-hmm. you know, send out the good message of the Starfleet Lord. <laughs> That's right. The I wonder if they had, like, Gideon, like, like, Star, like the Starfleet manual was the Gideon Bible that they just put in hotels, <laughs> hotels around the galaxy. It's like, you know, when you're yeah. in that hotel and you're an alien and you're so depressed and then you open up and you, you're like a, ooh. Starfleet, United Federation of Planets Bible. I think I'll read this. I'll I'll read the charter, the Constitution. Right. That was all in there, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. The actual original 1970s printed edition of the really? Starfleet Manual. Oh, it had. I read the Starfleet. I, I read the I United Federation of Planets Constitution. Oh, that's great. Oh yeah. That's oh, it had great. everything in there. I I I've lost my mm. copy. And I'm trying I'm to. Sure, it's online. You could look it up. In yeah, heartbeat, but you know. but but I. It's something to have. But you want a paper copy? Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. It was like yeah. one of the first, like, expo- that and the blueprints for the Enterprise were the first thing. I mean, nowadays, like oh, every yeah. geekdom has every like detail schematics. And, yeah. And, yeah, but back then you couldn't get your hands on anything. Then it was like, wait, there's a Starfleet manual. Yeah, you'd have explains? to go to a hobby store, right? You'd have to go yeah. to a hobby store and you'd have to get the uh, models. And then mm-hmm. sometimes they'd have the literature that went along with it, like you could find. Well, they the did cool... the manual and they did the blueprints to the Enterprise. Right. Those were the first two, right. like in the early 70s. You know, mm-hmm. when it was in syndication and you were kids and it's like, hey. Yeah. And then all the weird toys, like the Spock helmet. Oh, yeah. I never <laughs> the understood. Weird, no, that had nothing to do with the TV show. Wasn't it like just some weird helmet with like a little mm-hmm. flashing light on mm-hmm. top that's yeah. like, oh, Spock. Yeah, everyone's been talking about it lately. But... Yeah, the Spock helmet. But anyway, yeah. that's the vision of Star Trek. Yeah. And that vision held yeah. through every iteration of Star Trek. Yeah. Including movies. Yeah. I mean, certainly it was part of TNG. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deep Space Nine. Yeah, got a little dark, but, but Deep Space Nine. They never lost that core. No, uh, sort of, and, and that's what know. I think. Deep Space Nine is pretty interesting, and then Voyager is kind of interesting that way. Yeah. Is there, there they end up in some very unique situations. Deep Space Nine, it is a galactic war yeah. with real stakes. Yeah, like it's not just like oh, we had a war last last episode, and now 
we don't anymore. Right. Oh, okay, good. It's ongoing. No, it was like there was actual things going on, and Captain Sisko had to deal and mitigate with this Dominion War that threatened, you know, yeah. the UFP and the Klingons and all that. And it was well done. I mean, he, you still had to make tough decisions in context of your ideals. Yeah, I agree. And Voyager's the same. I agree. It, it, what, the thing that I always loved about Star Trek, but what I ultimately I found was the most antithetical thing to being human at all, is the Prime Directive. Oh, because yeah. Because humans never leave stuff alone. We're always monkeying with stuff. We're always poking the bear. We're always just, you know, walking in and making a hash out of everything. Whereas the Prime Directive is, hey, you know, don't, you know, don't, don't screw yeah. it up for other people, you know. But, but that's... So writers, famously writers like uh, um, like Moore, um, for example, mm-hmm. uh, they've struggled with that. They've struggled with these rules that are laid down. Yeah, and I think it was Stravinsky who who talked about making music, and, and you know Stravinsky mm. famously locked himself in a room and wrote the Rite of Spring with the piano. He's like, "Here's my imagination," but he later said. You know, the more rules around music, and, yeah. and classical music very much had rules around Very structured, yes. Very structured. Yeah. Um, you could even say if you're doing like a heavy metal song or a right, there are rules Easily, around it. I, 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 heavy, heavy metal and country, yeah. I think, have the most rules about anything, and that's what I love about jazz. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. You know? It's not like all of a sudden you're doing like a country tune or heavy metal, and all of a sudden you're off into Ornette Coleman free jazz, and everyone, <laughs> your audience would be like, "What just happened there?" Right. Although today, maybe not so much. Nah, but but but, um, but it's 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 more experimental and less like in the genre. So writing rules, like in a Star Trek, yeah. These rules that you have, the prime directive: you can't yeah. do this, you can't do that. You know, we don't have money. We have these things. What it takes then is when writers get in there and they go, oh, God, I, I just want to write this thing and I got all this rules in the universe. That actually makes you work harder as a writer to tell your story within the context of the rules. Right. It works for music and it also works for narrative. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it's something that I think I learned years ago studying music, but it's something I think is lost sometimes. It, it's like, no, 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 you want to come embrace the rules because it's always about how are you going to creatively break those rules yeah. in your story, yeah. in your music. Because by breaking the rules and making it work, you will make something even better. You will, you will uh, um, ascend, you will, you, will, you, will, you will evolve what that creative thing, entity is into something new. I agree. And the really talented ones, while while they're defying the norms and they're breaking out on their yeah. own, they're they almost kind of uh, uh, I wouldn't say mock, but I, I would say you know a, a, a nice a gentle ribbing while they're doing it about what they're oh yeah defying yeah. right absolutely and, absolutely uh, yeah, yeah yeah and I think that that's for me was made fifty years of Star Trek. Fifty plus years of Star Trek now, so wonderful. Yeah, is that we have these rules, we have these um, tropes, we have yeah. these things. You just you just said the Prime Directive, which is the um, which is also called something in the first episode. It's not called the Prime Directive. They no. call it Prime Directive later. And I, I I know I'm a bad Star Trek fan. I'm not an encyclopedia of Star Trek information, but um, that's why if people want to call in, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right there. Yeah. What's that number again? 
Oh, that would be 503-395-5040. Apparently, we just have people who call in, but they're like in Europe and they see us time delayed, which is great. Yeah. Call in. Yeah. We got another message. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so breaking those rules, but living within those rules and the narrative. Look, if you don't want to live, if you don't want to do the Star Trek universe... Go do another universe. Yeah. Make up your own universe. Right. That's perfectly fine. Star Trek is not Battlestar Galactica. No. And Battlestar Galactica is not Star Trek. Nope. You know? Nope. And both are good. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica is good. I like Battlestar Galactica. Dune. Dune. I like the reboot. I like the reboot Dune. of Battlestar Galactica. I thought yeah. it was inventive what they did. Right. But that doesn't mean that as a writer or a creator or a producer, you say, hey, why don't we do what they did with Battlestar Galactica and reboot it? Because that was successful. Mm. And do the same thing to Star Trek. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that's going to work. No. And I think that's my number one fundamental problem with Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. I think that that, the yeah. bottom line, because I heard a lot. Okay, first of all, we tried to talk about Star Trek Discovery when the trailer came out. Yes. On our show way back when yeah. the trailer came out, we showed a little bit of it, but we didn't play the sound. But we said, "Okay, that looks good." We we were positive because we were Star Trek fans, right? I think we're overly optimistic. Yeah, that, uh, that was fine. It, we weren't critical. I mean, yeah. it, that here's the trailer that looks interesting. There's a new ship. Okay, there's nothing you can judge from it, right? Right. Uh, the cast looked good and everything, but it's the continuation. Like, sweet, another Star Trek. What's the That's first thing that happened? We got we we didn't get demonetized. We got a copyright claim. Yeah. At which we were doing fair use. Boom. I I I I went out and I disputed it. I said we're fair use. We're just looking at this thing and, and commenting and getting excited about it. No. Nope. 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 So right there at the beginning of this little thing called CBS taking control of a new Star Trek series. Yeah. CBS All Access. This guy named Alex Kurtzman, who I guess was a writer for J.J. Abrams in the movies, so he's like the showrunner or whatever. I don't know. They've had 10 different showrunners. Who knows? Yeah. Since the beginning, there's been this bad taste. Mm -hmm. This bad... It seemed anti-fan. And if there's one thing that Star Trek has cultivated, is its fan base. Yeah. By the way, let me mention one more thing. Let me reiterate. Mm -hmm. Star Trek is not Battlestar Galactica. Also, let me reiterate another big fan. <laughs> Star Trek is not Star Wars. Right. They have star in the name. But that's but that's it, it. Yes. And that's not to say Star Wars sucks or no. Battlestar Galactica sucks. It's 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 apples and oranges. They're they're fruits, mm -hmm. but they're different fruits, mm -hmm. you know? And some people are Star Wars fans and yeah, Trek doesn't quite work for them. Some people are Trek fans, and Star Wars doesn't quite work for them. Some people, yeah, are switch hitters. <laughs> um, I, I like both. I like. I'm a Star Wars fan. I, I, I like Star Wars. Right. I I, I always. I, like I never. Trek. I never got though that you have to like one or the other. I, I, I just like never got that. Yeah, I, like them all. But so, some, you know, some people are more like they dig the Starfleet star things right yeah. where star wars more it's like hey jedi knights the, the force and yeah. the swords and stuff yeah. more of a fantasy versus a you know a more little more science kind of futuristic thing right and that's fine 
You know, that's fine. They yeah. both they have their merits. We we tend we actually interestingly enough we have more Star Wars things over here than we have I was like, don't I even have one Trek thing? It's like Ooh. no, it's all gone from my childhood. Isn't that sad? <laughs> I know we need to I, I want an enterprise. Okay, I know I, I know what I'm doing this uh, yeah, weekend. I'm, I'm gonna want, be looking around for some some sort but of I want, Star Trek. It's gotta be the original enterprise. I'll get the, I'll get the Spock helmet. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Actually, good luck on that. Right. That's a collector's item. Rare as a lot of that stuff. Now. Yeah. But anyway. What if I just take a batter's helmet and just take a light yeah. on it? Yeah. Like, it's a Spock that helmet. pretty much would be the Spock helmet. Yeah. We can pull it up if people want to see it. Yeah. It, it just, they, they licensed toys in the early 70s for with the name Star Trek that had nothing to do with Star Trek. The same thing with Star Wars, too. I mean, anything. I mean, anything. Yeah. They just, okay. Well, yeah, probably the earliest days. Although Lucas was more on top of that Later merchandising, on. yeah, he, he like. But there was that's some, why he made his money. Yeah, there was some with the very before even uh, Empire came out. Some of the stuff that they mm-hmm. came out as far as uh, toys and other stuff just didn't well, have much to do with the storyline. Well, I but no, you're right though. After I, a while, he ran hurt I, on it. And excuse me, I have the sequel to Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, it's not here, but I have it in my bookshelf. Ah, yeah. It is the actual sequel to Star Wars. It's called Splinter of the Mind's, Mind's Eye. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And it's totally retconned, uh, anti-canon, because they they basically licensed, I think, right. um, what's a famous writer, sci-fi writer. He would do a lot of things. Alan Dean Foster. Okay. Alan Dean Foster, I believe, wrote. Splinter of the Mind's yeah. Eye. I do remember that. And then, then they worked the story for... Empire yeah. Strikes Back and Splinters of the Mind's Eye really. Or you remember the book covers like Foggy yeah. and had a yep. had a I Darth have Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. So I mean stuff yeah. like that. Where later they were like, "Ooh, yeah, that's not the sequel. Let that's something. Let's else. move on. Yeah, that's something <laughs> we we made a decision early on. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, yeah, I always wonder. It's probably not that big of a collector's item because it was a, it was a. Trade paperback. But. No, but I'd say it's kind of a cultish sort of yeah. thing. People yeah. are like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's cool to have it, though, because it's like, this is actually the sequel. To, it was supposed to be, right. Yeah, yeah, to Star Wars before they came up with Empire Strikes Back and everything mm-hmm. else. But back to Star Trek. So, again, I feel that um, really you have to work in universe. Yeah. You know, and when you're talking about uh, Star Trek, which is older than Star Wars, has 50-plus years of history oh, yeah. to it. Yeah. You know, what is it, 52 now, right? Yeah. Uh, well, so what, 66? Yeah, 53. Yeah. So, 53. I know, I forget. I remember when the 50th anniversary was. It seems like it was just yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. As Jason goes, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, all, it's all relative. Everything yeah, blends together. But uh, I remember... Doesn't matter if you feel good; you just have to look good. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, you you have to respect that. Yeah, you have to respect that. And the last TV series that they had on the air was called Enterprise, mm-hmm. and it didn't do so well. Uh, and Scott and Bakula. Scott Bakula. Yeah. And part of the problem with that was the network and how they they did it. Yeah. And 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 um. You know, they had this new Paramount Network crap. It's all mm-hmm. this network. A lot of this stuff is the back corporate entertainment politics, mm-hmm. which is, I think, partly the problem with the new Star Trek. And, you know, it it, it had 
narratives, and they re- they did some stuff because it was a prequel, and so that was a little bit sketchy with the fan base. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate Enterprise. There was definitely some early early seasons are always a little bit shaky because yeah. you're getting the ground. Yeah. Same with Next Generation or any of them. Yeah. I like Scott Bakula. I liked Scott Bakula. I liked the crew. I knew who each of the crew members were. Mm-hmm. I knew their names. I knew what they were about. That's one of the first rules of a Star Trek. You yeah. have a crew. Yeah. Now, you have the main character, was maybe the captain, the, yeah. the lieutenant, you know, like it's Kirk and Spock, and then, you know, you have the main characters. But you do have a crew yeah. of side characters, mm-hmm. and they have lines. Mm-hmm. And you learn things from them. Even going back to the original Star Trek where you had this this one actor that they brought in a few times, and then he, he kind of ends up staying for the season, which is Chekhov. Yeah. All of a sudden, we learn what Chekhov's deal is, right? Right, right. He's from Russia. He tells you about, you know, uh, whiskey was, you know, or whatever. You know, they, Vodka. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, he tells you everything that was invented in by a Russian, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have this crew, and you get to know them, especially in the first season. There's little side plots and stuff where you get to learn, oh, this person does this, or this person's from there. Yeah. Enterprise did this. Every single Star Trek has done this. Uh, the original series, maybe it's hard to compare the original series because the original series is the first time they did it. Yeah. So they made mistakes. Sure. That they later said, yeah, we don't like the approach we took in the original series. Let's clean that up in the next generation in future. That's fine. But yeah. they never did it before. Right. But it still laid the groundwork. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and yeah, there's some time travel stuff that I didn't like about Enterprise, which changed some things. That's fine. But at the end of the day, I liked the show. Yeah, I liked Scott Bakula. I thought he was. I thought he was good as a captain. I liked the crew. Yeah, I thought they were interesting characters, mm-hmm. and it was all about them struggling to figure out how to become Starfleet and be explorers. Right, and and it answered a lot of questions in my mind. Is like, yeah, as soon as you take that ship out there and start meeting new people, guess what? <laughs> They're jerks. <laughs> right, yeah. you're gonna meet jerks. Yeah, and and they weren't prepared for that. And later yeah. they end up red alert and all this stuff because it's like, you know what? We got to prepare it for jerks. Yep. Which on rewatching Voyager mm-hmm. with a friend who's binge watching Voyager right now, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, the one rule about the Delta Quadrant or the Delta Quadrant, <laughs> the Voyager, is everyone they meet is a jerk. Right. Like, even the nice people, they're jerks. Right. It's like, like, that's what I like about Janeway. At some point, she's like, Screw it, man. I, you know, I'm ready to blow anybody out of the water because everyone we meet trying to get home is going to try to yeah. steal stuff from us, take us over, uh, somehow. I ain't trusting nobody. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the first rule of the Starfleet curmudgeon. Oh, of course. You're not trusting anybody. Yeah. Especially when they're nice to you. Oh, yeah. You know Because that's the hint. You yeah. know in a Star Trek when they meet an alien and the alien's like, yes, I can help you with your warp engines. I can make it more efficient. Oh, yeah. look, I made the record. You know. You know. Oh, yeah. This isn't going to be yeah. the whole episode. No, there's something sneaky going on. Listen, I see through you, Harry. Exactly. Mom, all right. Exactly. You, you and your two ladies over there acting yeah. all nice and stuff. No, I see through you. Man. That's the, that's one criticism I would have about the Star Trek universe. Yeah. It's like at some point, after all these generations of exploring, you guys just don't pretty much should just go red alert shields up when you meet anybody. But the you naive Abe Lincoln floating in a chair out there, red alert. You know, just wow, do it, it's you know? the ex-president. Huh. You know, 
you're right though. Yeah. I never really thought about that. I think you know. I think if for one show they should have um, the whole the whole starship populated by people from Brooklyn. Because yeah. ain't oh, no one it... putting anything over it. Yeah. Forget about it. No way. You know. You, you say know, you're Romulan. You know. Uh, watch some of those old 1950s movies. Mm. There, there, there is a character from. In, in a matter of fact, uh, in two was it two of George Powell? One of them. They go to the moon, and they have to get a new guy, and he's the guy from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not leading my lady up. He's like, no, yeah. you're coming. I mean, it's great. It's yeah. like so, like you know. Yeah, because they're not putting anything over on those yeah. guys. They've seen the three card money people. They know that's a shell game. They have. They have know? all the best kind of. Uh, same as in uh, Forbidden Planet and all yeah. that. They yeah. have all the those characters. You know. Yes. You okay? Need some more water. Okay. I'll, I'll... Maybe she got into the time. Uh, maybe she got into the time uh, thing. Uh, uh, cigarettes. Handing. The... Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> Just kidding. That that top is a little. You might want to take that top off a little bit. It's gotcha. a little bit funky. Sorry about that. Oh, good. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, the first thing you know, I do is like, okay, these guys are are they're no good. You know, we'll see if we can make peace with them after we figure out what they're trying, what their angle is. Right. So, but okay. So then there's this uh, this Star Trek show, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, right. I think that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Discovery, yes. Okay. So and what did new... you discover about Discovery? That there is absolutely no Discovery going on in this whole <laughs> damn show. Mm-hmm. Like when you say, Star Trek, Discovery. Right, like they're the missionaries out there, right? We're going to discover a lot. Of... It's a wide universe, Jason. Yes. There's a lot to discover out there. Yeah, there is. I mean, we don't know what, we don't know one one hundred millionth. Right. Of what's going on out there? So we're going to send these people out there, and they're going to discover. Well, and and you know, part of it is like, oh, this nebula, nebula, God, I can't <laughs> even speak today, and yes. and whatnot, right? Yeah. And um, uh, but but that's not what we really discover in Star Trek. We we no. we seek out new life, new, new civilizations. civilizations. The boldly go where no man or, yeah. or woman, no one, no one has gone. Yeah, before. we updated that. Of course, it was the sixties. Yeah. Um, it was back in the day when the word man actually meant humanity, yeah. both men and women. I, I don't need to explain that, but yeah. and it's fine. Humankind. Yeah, we changed it to humankind. We like yeah. that. It's fine. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody cares. We're fine. Let's <laughs> yeah. change it. Good. Yeah. Change it. Don't just say man. Yep. Cover everybody. Humankind works. We're humans. Mm-hmm. At least most of us most are. Most of us are. Um, so, okay, so Discovery, what do you know of this show? Do you know anything of this show? Very little and on purpose. Uh, when I when I heard that they were making Star Trek Discovery, I said, wow, that's cool. They're going to add on to the canon of mm-hmm. Star Trek and everything. And I was like, well, okay, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe I'll get the All Access and I'll check it out. Because I know the, the first episode was free. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm going to check it out. And literally, it was like the day before I was going to check it out. And someone had already seen it. And maybe, maybe, but so someone like like wait a minute, you know, I there there's there's I wouldn't say a red light, but I don't know I don't know about this. And then I and then I'm very, um, I'm 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 so rigidly conventional about the shows and the legacies of the shows that I watch 
that there they there are a lot of like the comic book movies that I have not seen on purpose. Yeah. Because to me, when someone does something and it just totally it, it ruins it for me. Ruins and it I take away. Yeah. I, I realize I take it way too personal. Right. That what you know? Why why should I really care? Yeah. But something that is like the canon, the, something sacrosanct as Star Trek, right? Yeah. Don't mess with. I mean, if you do do honor to it, and yes, you 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 ha, you you can do your own spin on it, but but please, for gosh sakes, it's, with something that precious, you don't just kick it over the neighbor's fence, right? You just as we would say, don't f it up, okay? Right. Carry carry it into the future. Yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. I, Don't bury it in the yard. Th- this has been yeah. my challenge. It's been my challenge about talking about this show yeah. for a long time. Because, A, I'm a grown-ass adult. <laughs> um, yes. And you know what? Yeah. This is fiction and characters. Yeah. 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 At the end, it doesn't matter. But there are people who argue it does matter because it's our narrative and our, and our thing. And I actually do agree with that. But at the end of the day, yeah. if someone... I mean, I, I I was actually That's my looking. Yeah, I mean, oh, I was okay. actually looking online about this thing. Like, you know, I don't even have a Starship Enterprise here. <laughs> you know, uh, if you'd like to send one, we have a PO box. <laughs> right. um, uh, so, but we do have a dancing alien. Um, oh, so anyway, yeah. anyway, I. So yeah, so it's like there are a lot of people on YouTube and in podcasts. That debate and scream and gnash their teeth about everything involving yeah. Marvel comics and the movies all. and yeah. Star Trek and Star Wars and everything. And it's like, yeah, okay, but at the end of the day, it's yeah. just a TV show. No, I, I know. You just relax. I, I just stay. I just, as Mystery Science Theater would say. But see, I don't get so angry. Yeah. It's not anger. It's just I won't watch it then. Well, I just won't, I'm too the, scared. So that's the I'm thing. I'm not going to do it. And, and I, I would say I'm not that big of a comic book person as you know yeah. i've seen a bunch of the different movies yeah uh varying degrees of i enjoyed some of them some of them are like okay yeah. um I, you know it, it, i would i would hate to have a study diet of comic book movies my whole life yeah and cgi stuff because that's just isn't filmmaking to me no i mean i can go back and watch old film noir movies yeah. you know humphrey bogart or something and be in throw like Alfred Hitchcock or something, and go, wow, okay, now this is some filmmaking here, man. Right, yeah, because the CGI you know? stuff, to a large degree, it looks cool, but it's just eye candy. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, it's just cosmetic, right? And I always, personally, I always wonder if the, the this is another thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. And this is a let mental it, list, too. I haven't even written anything down. You yeah. know how bad that is. Like, yeah, yeah, let it, let it out. Um, let it out. Who's that song? Um, it's a Rush. Isn't it? Oh, oh, spit it out. Spit I it, it was like let frozen. It no. Oh, that's um, let it go. Let it go. There we go. Yeah. Let it go. Which means, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I wonder about in the future, like twenty. You know how like you look back on the nineteen fifties movies and stuff, go wow, yeah. look at those little, look at the string in the yeah. flying saucer. Yeah. Trust me, twenty years from now, you're gonna be looking at these CGI movies, going, wow, I can't believe that that people watched that. You know, yeah. sorry, and and I'm old enough to know. That you will. Oh yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, but because you can really tell CGI. Oh, you can. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they're they're. So the one great thing about CGI, just to say, not to defend CGI, is yeah. there are movies where they use CGI that you wouldn't know that they use CGI. Sure. 
like for example crowd effects and things like that. Yes. One movie I watched a whole thing about the uh, what was the movie name of the movie starred Margot Robbie. It was a good movie about Tanya Harding. I Tanya. I Tanya. Mm-hmm. I watched a whole special thing. I think I rented it on disc, and they had a whole special thing on the special effects of I Tanya. Now you don't think. Yeah. This isn't a special effects movie. There's no lasers in space. <laughs> lasers but in space. The company that did the special effects had to yeah. CGI in the Olympic crowd and the skating yeah. and all of that. It was fascinating. Yeah. How they, and they did such a great job, you didn't see it. Also, uh, they, Margot Robbie had to do all those twists and all those things, yeah. but she's not she's an not Olympic a- skater. So they had to CGI in like her face and everything doing that. It was fascinating. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it That's when cool. you watch the movie. Yeah. That's where CGI works really well. Right. Where you're like, wow. You know, it's like they had like four people sitting in the stadium when they filmed it. And then it's like, look, look what we Duplicate. did. We made a whole, like with the camera flashes and the whole thing, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. That's where CGI works really well. Reminds me of that cool. movie Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Where they yeah. had some people in the crowd, but then, you know, yeah. when they take it off and you see, the, you know, just the yeah. whole vast, you know, Roman yeah. Colosseum, it's like, ah, oh, yeah. well, that's cool. But to, to me, CGI should be should should not be seen. You right. should know it's there. It that's a good effect. It enhances. It doesn't yeah. create. Anyway. Yeah. So back to Star Trek Discovery. <clears throat> I'm trying to yeah. get through here. So, okay, so, so in a good Star Trek, in any Star Trek show, you have a crew. Yeah. And uh, that crew, uh, through the first season, through different episodes, various little vignettes and things, you would learn their names mm-hmm. and um, and what they're about. Now, you don't have to have an extensive backstory right. of the engineer down in whatever. Yeah, but... But, but even, even in Next Generation, at some point, you know, Jordy would be like, hey, Smith. Uh, blah blah blah. Oh, how's your mom in Indiana or whatever? You didn't actually even get like little smaller, smaller things. Yeah, you know. But you would get the main crew, kind of what their deal is. Yeah, and with open for more story development, which is smart. Yeah, like where yeah. they're from. You know. Yeah. Uh, how they got story. into Starfleet? Maybe? Yeah, you want a little backstory because you never yeah. know when that's going to become useful in the plot point. And know? then, and then that would, then you. You'd know their name because you'd know their name because you'd know something about them. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, in Star Trek Discovery, Uh-oh. we have a crew yeah. on the bridge of Discovery. Yeah. And there are a few people who slot in and out like any show. Extras come in and out because it's a big ship, right? Yeah. But there's usually a handful of people on the ship mm-hmm. that run the ship yeah. that you see each week. The engineers, the yeah, you have the science officer, the communications officer. We're you know. into, I don't know how many more episodes we have. We're well into season two. I think we're halfway or, or three-quarters of the way to the end of this season. Okay. I still don't know the crew. Really? Yeah. They've done that horrible yes, job trying yes, to... Yes, oh. yes, yes. So, yeah, and not last, not this episode, but last week's episode yeah. was focused on one of those crew members. Really? This is like a cyborg robot girl person. Okay. And even people who don't like the show, even people who are watching the show, trying to get into this show, we've all like, what's the deal with the robot girl? Right? <laughs> you see like a woman who's a cyborg on the crew. Yeah. First thing you say in a Star Trek is like, 
I would like to learn more. Yeah. And I don't mean going online or reading something online or reading a book or a comic yeah. book. No, you got to put it on the page. In this case, the page is the TV show itself. It's like Seinfeld. What's up with that? Yeah, it's totally like that. Yeah. Well, Jason, if you yeah. were watching a Star Trek okay. and you're into the second season yeah. and then you've seen this crew through a whole first season yeah. and there's this robot gal yeah. that barely has a line or yeah. just has, they do a cut to and it's like, er, 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 er. Like this. This is mostly has been her scene. passing, er, right? Er, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, what do you think about that? And then back to the <laughs> other characters. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you, as a fan, go, what's her deal? Yeah. What planet is she from? Is she human? So. What's yeah. her deal? No. No, we don't get that in Star Trek Discovery. And then they just gave you a whole episode about her? That's a whole lot to... The second to the last... We had an episode yesterday. Yeah. The episode before that... Yeah. She died. Mm. I, sorry, spoilers. I'm just going to give spoilers. How can you kill off a character that you and don't know, know, know anything, anything about? about? Okay. They did some quick backstory on her at the beginning of the episode. Look, I'm telling you we're in season two, is, Jason. We're in season two. That's lazy writing. We're in season two. Yeah. I know nothing about... I barely... I, they've said her name a few times this season, so 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 we kind of know her name now. Her name we know it's her, and her name is Arium. And then all of a sudden in this season, it's like, oh, here's a flashback. Oh, here's how she became a cyborg. Here's what happened. And oh, by the way, end of show. She's dead. <laughs> yeah. What kind of lazy? No, that is you're right. Is that, that I don't no know. Maybe, is that now maybe in other maybe in Game of Thrones maybe in other shows they do this I don't know I never watched Game of Thrones not not, not that I'm saying it's bad I, I just I mean don't there know. has there has been there there has been some but in Game of Thrones the way it's written everything is so fast paced moving that you're used to it so it's not a deal I mean yes this person comes from this and you know that when he shows up oh he's gonna but die I, he's I gonna did, die I know? knew nothing of this character's yeah. origin until the episode in which she dies at the end. So, and she's been sitting on the damn bridge for two seasons. So let me ask you this question then. If they uh, do like this short little thing, vignette of her, and then she, and then they have her killed off on the show, as a, uh, as a fan, as a viewer, why should you care then? Nobody cares. See, that's what that's I mean. A, there's no, we, there, there was no, there were no stakes with her. Yeah. So if there's no stakes, I, what, where are the stakes in the show? I've heard fans since the beginning of the show gone. Yeah. Oh, there's that, that the, what's her name again? Oh, she's into. When are we going to find out more about her? Yeah. Because if you would have told me more of her story throughout a television series, it's not like this is a one two hour movie. Yeah. You're doing well. You're not even doing an hour. They do like forty five minutes. There's arcs. You it's can a you can write an arc of a character. And, it, and you, you don't know. have to do a whole episode even about her. No. Just a little. Off storyline, like oh da 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 da. All of a sudden, you know what we find out in the in this in this second to last um, episode? Hmm. Uh, she's downloading her memories, and all of a sudden, there's all these memories she has, like in, in the um, in this in the um, where they eat there in the commissary, Can- sure, right? Canteen commissary, canteen, yeah. With all her friends from the bridge. Oh, ha, 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 that's a funny joke and stuff. We yeah. never saw that. I never saw that once. It was just like in the episode. Like, this is the worst yeah. way to produce and write a show, especially a Star Trek. Yeah. Issue one. There are still people on this bridge, now that she's gone, 
I don't know who they are. There's a dude, handsome dude with a beard. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Jeez. He has a name. I, I can't. I, oh, guess what? Mm. I'm never really sure. Here's another thing. What was Uhura's role on the Starship Enterprise? She was communications officer. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was her rank? Lieutenant. Uh, yes. Lieutenant okay, Uhura. Uh-huh. Ring the bell. Thank you. Uh-huh. What was... Mm, what was... What was... I'm trying to think here. What was Jordi LaForge's role on TNG? Ooh, oh, oh, wow. Um, That's a little bit of a trick. Let's say in later seasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm stumping you. You're stumping me. I, 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 I'm, I'm stuck. He was, he, he I'm was stuck being on the engineer. Gu- he was okay, engineer. Okay, because I'm stuck on the guy doing Reading Rainbow. That's yeah, the way I my know. mind works. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's but the, but the point is, you, you, you generally Lamar know. Lamar Burton. I'm, 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 being, I'm being a little... But you did, yeah. like, you know what? Ohuro's communications officer, right? You're right. He was... You yeah, actually, he was pretty much, yeah. if you watch the show at the time... Yeah. Like, if you're actively watching the show... Yeah. You, you know... Because you're watching the show, you know what each of the people what what why they're on the bridge. It's the like function, this yeah. person's the navigator, this yeah. person's a science officer, yeah. and they refer to it, yeah, often. It's yes. like you know, uh, Spock was a science officer. He, he's a science officer, and he was the first first mate guy. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Same as number one, number one. Make but it, number make one it so. was not the science officer. No, but he's the data was the science. Yeah, he's, well, he's, no, he's if he's if it was navy, he would have been yeah. the XO. Look, you know, I don't care even if it gets fuzzy about their roles. Yeah. You generally know what, like, like uh, 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 Troy yeah. or Beverly Crusher, for yes. example. Yes, right. Yeah, it's like we have a medical problem. Who do we send? Beverly Crusher. She's right. the doctor. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. I don't even know who the doctor is on this Discovery show. You're kidding me. Nope. You, I know. There's wow. like some. Well, they killed the first one. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and he was actually pretty Dude. good in it. And yeah. like there was one Star Trek scene that he had yeah. where he stood up to the captain. Yeah. And I went, that's Star Trek. Because you know what happens in every Star Trek? Hmm. The chief surgeon, the medical officer, yeah. is the only person in the crew. That can what? Stand up against the captain. Right. Right? Can right. overrule the captain. Right. Bones has done it. Right. Uh, Beverly Crusher has even done it. Right. Because it's not policy. It's hum- human or whatever yeah. you want to call They're it. They're the only the officer that can question the captain. They, they can Oversight. Even, yeah. And they can even, like, uh, uh, get the captain, like, if the crew agrees, they can. Yeah. The captain is unfit. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um but uh, uh, so they had like a little in the season one. They had this one little scene, uh, and and I'm never going to rewatch the show again. So I'm just thinking from memory here. Yeah. Um, they had this one little scene where the original Doctor kind of did that with that, and I said, "Oh, that's Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Stand up to him. Give your opinion. You have a you can do that. You're a Doctor. Yeah. And the, and the captain has to has to take it in mind. Yeah. yeah can't listen just to it. Can't can't do anything off, yeah. to you about it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they killed that guy off. They brought him back to life in this episode, in this uh, season. Okay. And, but he's not the doctor it, because of the circumstances he's brought back to life. And he's just sorting out his personal problems. So there is another doctor. Yeah. I think it's a lady. I think it's a woman. Yeah. I don't know her name. Yeah. They have good uniforms. I like the doctor uniforms. They're all white. Yeah, but then it's all I'm, kind I'm of... trying to find positive things right. to say. Yeah. Very few. 
Very few. So you're telling me is anything positive in the show is cosmetic? Either visual or... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, here's what's sad yeah. about the show. Okay. I think the cast, I think the actors that they got for both seasons, well, it's mostly there was one guy played the captain last season. Yeah. Now he's not on the show. Uh, so they got a new guy playing a classic captain, Captain Pike, before Kirk. Oh, right? okay. Um, I think the cast is excellent. I think they're good actors. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing, and I think everyone, even people like me who are just looking at the show, going, "What is going on with this television show? Yeah. What is going on with this Star Trek?" We're all like, "Well, these are clearly good actors, but the writing—they know sucks. what they're doing, <laughs> but the production and the writing stinks to high heaven." Yeah. And I'm sorry, it stinks. You don't even know, and, and I'm That's not right. even talking about all the nerd people who will tell you on each episode all the stuff that this violates in Star Trek canon and stuff. Yeah. I don't even want to go there. I don't even care. You know what? I, you know, If you wrote it properly, if you made it a good TV series, yeah. you could, again, you could work within the rules and and figure it out. Yeah. But the, the, the characterizations, the characters, and again, it's not the actors. It's not the lady robot. I We wanted to see more of her. Yeah. She probably would have acted the hell out of that role, yeah. right? Yeah. Instead of every week we'd get a... And then all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh my memories and stuff. Oh, I'm dead. See, that's why I can't... That's why I don't watch shows yeah. like that because it just... It reinforces my re- belief that it's, the writer just will muck it up. Maybe you can do this on another show? I don't know, though. If you have an ensemble cast, it seems like if you're not... Barney Miller. Yes. Love Barney Miller. Did you know the characters? Did you, you knew who Barney know, Miller was? I know the characters. You know who Barney fish, Miller is, right? You got yeah. Fish. You got Woja Wojahowitz, right? Yeah. yeah, you got uh, uh, let's see, Ron Glass's Ron character. Glass character, right? He, the, the, I yeah. even remember the book he wrote, Blood, you know, Blood on Blood on oh, the Oh God, that was great, you know? right? Or, and then uh, let's see, uh, Sue. Oh yeah, Jack Sue. Jack Sue. His, uh, gosh, I can't remember his character's name right the, now. The cool. Uh, and he died, and then Steve Landsberg took Steve over. Landsberg, We're actually yeah. died. It's not the characters' names. That was the. We just uh, remember the actors. The actors' names, right? But yeah, he died during the production, and then the lieutenant, the the the, uh, what's his name? That yeah. actor. Yeah. So great. I I love the actor, and I can't remember his name right now. But he was the guy that was kind of like he was Barney's mentor. Yeah, the older guy. guy. He'd come the, in the old, the old and he'd guy. have the why, you know, the the world weary, yeah. wise, sage advice. The you know, the kind of grounded. Is, yeah, that was a sitcom on television. Yes, the sitcom was called Barney Miller, which <laughs> right. means by title you think this is about a guy named Barney Miller. It's pretty uh, lead, but there was yeah. a cast. Yeah, and you knew the cast around him, kind of like Seinfeld stories. You know, it's Seinfeld, but. How do you make a show where you have a cast? Yeah. You have a crew of a starship and you don't know who they anybody. Are. <laughs> and you're in a season two. Yeah. There's no excuse. There, there is, is no, no excuse. Yeah. Star Trek, CBS, Alex Kurtzman, all you guys, there is no excuse for this. Right. This we, is just bad television. We expected better out of you, Alan. Yeah. They, 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 they this is... For me, uh, you know how there again, was... again, yeah, Enterprise, yeah, the last show, the probably the show that's not the best known or liked by fans, yeah, Hoshi Sato, 
I know who she is. She's the yeah. communications expert. You know why? Hmm. She did not want to be in Starfleet. She did not want to go on the spacecraft. She's scared hmm. of space. I was yeah. going to say another word in there. Yeah. She's down in Brazil teaching languages. But you know why Captain Archer, played by Scott Bakula, who's her friend, yeah. just he begs her? her. Yeah. Because she's the best communications expert uh, on Earth. There you go. She can decipher languages. And what's the first job she has to do in the pilot? Decipher Klingon. There you go. Makes sense to me, doesn't it? Makes total sense. It makes sense in a narrative. Yep. It makes her it makes her character interesting. Right. Because she doesn't really want to be there. And you invest emotion in the character because yeah. you understand something about her and you, you want to see more of it. And you know what? I highly recommend that show. Uh the Mirror Universe, the Evil Universe. They Ooh. did a two-parter episode. Ooh. Oh, go watch that one. In there. Really? Watch some Enterprise and the characters. Wait yeah. till you see what happens with her character. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. It's uh. good. It's good. It's good. Mm. So we know. Yeah. You know, we know. Like, And that's Enterprise. Yeah. Right? We know why they're there. We know what their backstory is. Yeah. And again, we'll just use the Barney Mill. Any sitcom. Any sitcom. You know who they are. Yeah. You know, the love boat. You, Mary you Tyler know. Moore. What was that show about? It was about Mary Tyler, Tyler Moore. Moore. But she worked in a news firm right. with Captain Steubing from The Love Boat. <laughs> right. Captain what's, that guy's, what's that guy's name? I can't remember. Uh, Gavin. Uh, Gavin, yeah, Gavin McLaren. Gavin McLaren? McLa- yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he later went on to be Captain Steubing. Captain Steubing. But yeah. she, he was Lou like Tyler a Moore. co-writer of the news with Mary. Lou Grant. Lou Grant. You know. Who actually R- spun Rhoda, off his own show. Rhoda Morgenstern. Rhoda, her f- best friend. Yeah. What about uh, Cloris, Cloris Leachman? Cloris Leachman. Uh, I can't remember. Betty White. Betty White. <laughs> Betty freaking White. <laughs> I know. Now, we're, we're, I can't remember their characters anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we knew who they like. Betty White was the woman who did the the... Like the Martha Stewart type show, yeah. And she'd come in and talk in the newsroom, and it turned yeah. out, and she was so sweet. Everyone loved her on television, and she was a complete awful human being. <laughs> she was like a, a, a Seinfeld character, right? Yeah. Like in real life, like in in yeah. in her off camera life. Oh yeah, yeah, brilliantly played by Betty White. Yeah, yeah. She, but the she, show was called. She was Newman, and yeah, yes, yes, she was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. This is why Betty White, we like Betty White. Oh, we love Betty White. It's not just the Golden Girls. No. Um, but but the show was called Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. But we knew the people around Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. And we knew we had episodes about their backstories and stuff. Yeah. One of my favorite was when Mary goes to write a book. She's gonna author a book. One of my favorite episodes of television and a great episode. She she's going to work on a book. And she has the all this, you know. And I, I, I'm not sure if it was like a fiction, like a novel or whatever. Yeah. And basically, at the end, she goes into Lou Grant's office. Oh. And he goes, Mary, let me show you something. And he opens up this drawer and pulls out like this 600-page manuscript <laughs> and slams it down yeah. on the table. Yeah. And he goes, that's my novel. That's my book. And she's like, but Mr. Grant, I never – and he's like, yeah. You know, he just does a curmudgeonly like – this will never happen. Right. Yeah. I've spent my life working on this, and it's going to sit in this drawer for the rest of my life. Isn't that the grand trope of writers, though? Yeah. I, I, I'm a beat yeah. writer right now, but I'm going to write that great yeah. American yeah. novel. You know, I'm going to be I'm going to be Hemingway. I'm going to be mean, Faulkner. You know, in a way, in a way, I guess the the message was dashing her dreams. But at yeah. the end, I, but I think he kind of like says it like, if you really want it, 
If you're really serious, don't let you will me get or it anyone done. else. Yeah. And look at this. Look at all the work I put in. Yeah. Obviously, I don't want it well enough. You know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. And that's Lou Grant. You so know, anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say you just gave a quick quick thing. You just gave me an idea for for a book or a movie. You ready? Ready for this? What if the what if you named it for a lead character, but the lead character was never in the show? It's always oh, the people around him. That's exactly what I want to do. It, see, you know, you call. Isn't there a show? Wasn't there a show like that? I don't, I don't know. But it's like they reference him. They talk about him. Like a, it, it, you know, it's like something like Waiting for Guffman or something like that. Oh, I love know? Waiting like, for Guffman. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they 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 know him. Yeah, they they're all anchored. That's how they all know each other. They're all anchored by him. But you never see well, the guy. Well, I actually have it for you. It it, it was in a sitcom in the seventies. Charlie's Angels. No. Hmm. Well, yeah, but, but Charlie was on the other end of the. Yeah, phone. heard his voice, but no, it was Carter Country. Really? Not once did I see Jimmy Carter in that show. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Which, by the way, he just became the oldest living president. God bless him, man. I yeah, know, really. Still building houses at ninety some odd years Humanitarian. old. Humanitarian. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, Carter Country. Not one Jimmy Carter's. <laughs> Not one signing. Anyway, I yeah. like that idea though. But okay, yeah. so, but see, this is Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. About this ship called Discovery. Yeah. And you discover that you know nothing about the crew of the ship. Yeah. You so know, that's... Uh, I thought of a perfect thing about my, my whole my whole thing about that show, Star Trek Discovery, and why I haven't seen it, and will refuse now, refuse to watch it. Uh, Star Trek Six was called The Undiscovered Country, right? Yeah. For me, that show is now called The Undiscovered Show, because I will not. There you go. Yeah. Which, by the way, Star Trek Six, The Undiscovered Country. Love that. Still rewatched it the other day. I love that. It's show. always good on rewatch. Love it. What that a... and Khan. Yeah. Well, the... same director and co-writer. Right. Of both both those movies. Yeah. Love it. We've um, talked about that before. Yeah. I love yeah, we that have. show though. So so yeah. uh, so let me. Okay. So that's that's one of the biggest. That to me is the biggest downer of this whole new Star Trek. I hate that that, yeah. that just doesn't even fit with Star Trek or a, or a narrative of an ensemble cast. Yeah. The show is about this character named Michael Burnham. Burnham. Yeah. Okay. Here's a problem I have with writing. Mm-hmm. And this show last night on Thursday. So you know where I don't know the names of the crew members? They set them in second season a little bit, but I know nothing about the crew members. Mm-hmm. They say Michael, Michael Burnham or Burnham. Mm-hmm. Like every 30, it seems like every 30 seconds of every episode. Yeah. Like it goes not without a moment that a character doesn't say Burnham. her name to her, too, by the way. Oh, Michael. Yeah, I know, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But Burnham. Uh, yeah. Burnham. So, so like every, and like this last <laughs> night, I was like trying to, can I actually count the times? How each, like each scene, every character. Yeah. Number two, in every scene, and this happened last night. I think if you watched one episode, this would be a classic what the problem is with this TV show. Mm-hmm. Is that um, uh, there was a scene between these two people. It's like, I want to talk to you about this. Okay. Da-da-da-da, I want to talk to you. All of a sudden, the door opens and she pops in. I was like, I need to speak with you. It's oh. like, yeah, you need to speak with him because you weren't in the scene. So you realize you weren't in the scene. Like the writers have to write this person into every scene. If, if, if people have to be saved, mm. if uh, if um, something's in peril or whatever, yeah. guess who does it? Burnham. Yeah. And no one else. 
Okay, on Star Trek, someone would step up, right? There was a captain. There was things, right? And yeah. certainly your main characters. I have no problem. She's supposed to be the main character of the show. Yeah. She should be saving things and doing stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't mean like every situation. And someone might argue, well, there was that one time Tilly did that. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Those are few and far between. It's yeah. always her. Burn them. It should have been robot gal at one point. Well, there was – well, maybe that was uh, – no, it's not enough. Mm. There's never enough – you know, Beverly Crusher would go yeah. solve some major problems. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. On, on, on Next Generation. Right. I mean – Picard's not a doctor. Riker's not a doctor. No. Right? No. Well, who's going to solve that problem? Going to be the doctor. Counselor yeah. Troy uh-huh. would have to solve a problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They would They would get big problems to solve. Why? Because they're a crew. Yeah. They're on a starship. They're working together right. in a Star Trek. Right. And right? it's good writing. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Basically, I mean. Otherwise, you might as well just have this main character, Michael Burnham, in a shuttle Cruising from planet to planet, yeah, and you know, do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, and and this is not. This is a valid criticism of this television program. I keep calling yeah. it a television program because I'm having a hard time calling it a Star Trek. Yeah, let, let alone anything else. Well, I, let's just call it television. Program. Now, what I understand from the production is they spent millions and millions and millions of dollars in the special effects CGI. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I would have rather they cut the budget mm-hmm. and just told a doggone good story. What if they just go out and hire a good writer? Why not? Yeah. Well, uh, they have a room full of writers and showrunners. And here's always the mm. thing that I notice on a TV show. Like this second season, if you look at the opening credits, which I hate, by the way. Yeah. It, I think it's a ripoff of Westworld. But, you know, again, I digress. I mean, people didn't like the Enterprise opening credits with that song. I get that. Uh, that's a not an issue if the show's. Good. I liked it though because the whipping. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the the enter the TV show at Star Trek Enterprise. Oh. The one with the pop song oh, at the beginning because it was a had a pop song. Did it? Yeah. I didn't. I don't it's remember. It's been a long road getting from here to there. That's like something from BJ and the yeah. Bear. No, What's it was. On? It was. But the the <laughs> unfortunately it fits with the visuals where yeah. you see a history of space flight. Yeah. From the human perspective, like it oh. starts with Neil Armstrong, like Alan Shepard, Neil, you know, all that stuff, yeah. and then you end up with there's the Enterprise, like oh. 300 years of of how how did we get out yeah. to the stars, you know? Oh, but okay. it had a pop I song. get it. But it pops. Whatever. <laughs> Actually, I think it starts with a sailboat. Oh, like like what? I don't know. I don't navigating. know. It doesn't matter. They're navigating. You know what? It They're doesn't discovering. matter. And guess what? In the 21st century, we yeah. just hit skip intro. So <laughs> right. You don't right. have to watch the intro anymore. Yeah. Watch it once and go. That's nice. Get to the next episode. Yeah. Binging. Now. Yeah. Don't have to hear the song over and over again. Yeah. But but uh, one thing about the Star Trek Discovery, it has that thing that I think show, TV show rot, which is what I call it. Mm-hmm. I just coined that term. Is everyone's an executive? Everyone's a producer oh, or an yeah. executive producer yeah. or something. Too many cooks. Like yeah, exactly. It's yeah. too many cooks. Yeah. Ron Moore, who I mentioned before, yeah, he became like kind of like head writer, or whatever. I want to say Deep Space Nine and all that. And he's the guy who rebooted Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, very well. Mm-hmm. Again, not Star Trek, but not anything like Star Trek. Um, 
but he, uh, you know, he, he, there seemed to be like a cohesion of vision. Yeah. Like you had Roddenberry back in the old days. Right. Um, so you have Ron Moore. This, this, I don't see a cohesion here other than apparently Alex Kurtzman, who's the producer. I don't know. Mm. It just, it, 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 it looks like a jumble mess. And the tone of episodes between episodes changes. Yeah. Really? Like, so there's, there's no identifying marker that you, you, you it's a progression, right? There's a footprint of of what came before but, that goes into the thing. To well, explain. previously on, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there. Well, there's been one or two episodes in season one, season two, that you could maybe point to that had a Star Trek like feel to it and pacing. Hmm. But then the next one wouldn't. Wow. Yeah. No continuity. No continuity whatsoever. Mm. So, yeah. um, and then uh, just other nitpicking things that I can talk about is <laughs> the filmmaking because yeah. it's cinematic. Mm. Uh, every dramatic scene where people are talking have uh, flashlights and lens flare oh. in the camera. Yeah, yeah. Folks. That's not good. It's 2019. It's over. Yeah. That that was that was a stylistic move. Thanks, J.J. Abrams. It's done. It... it we're in 2019 now. Let's move on from the ones. Uh, go back and look at the J.J. Abrams stuff. Mm. It looks silly. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is an effect, lens flare, flare. It's just like everything else. Used in moderation, it works well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, what, what, if, what if Hitchcock, what if in North by Northwest, mm. every other scene had a lens flare in it? <laughs> yeah. You'd be like... One. What the hell's Hitchcock doing? Yeah, yeah. Every time a bird flies, there's yeah. a lens flare. Yeah, yeah. Every and time the plane is chasing a. So I, I'm telling you, as 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 a video, as someone yeah. worked in video who knows cinema, the whole lens flare thing is a really overused and bad, bad idea. What if Jimmy Stewart in a wheelchair, looking out the mm-hmm. window? With his camera or a telescope, and there's a lens flare every time he looks. You know, but actually, Jason, that would make sense. It would work. Because what is he holding (laughs) in that rear window? Lens. A big camera with a big telephoto lens. Lens. Yes. And he's spying on the activities of Raymond Burr. Right. In the apartment until... uh, You see, that makes sense. Until... uh, Is Grace Kelly the one in there? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yes. Grace Kelly shows up with sandwiches and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it would actually make a little sense if there was a tiny bit of lens flare there. They they weren't doing that back then, but but that would that would that would work. It would make sense. He's yeah, but looking, Raymond Fur He's actually looking through a lens. Yeah, but Burr would have noticed him then. Lens flare, like yeah. The watching. first thing I have to ask is when I'm looking at a film, yeah, or TV or anything, yeah, uh, when I'm looking. I'm the third person standing there. Isn't that really pretty much my perspective? Yeah. Like there's the characters and the scene. And I'm behind that. I'm the invisible person. Yeah. Watching and listening in. Right. Where's the lens flare coming from? <laughs> That's a very good question. I don't know. I'd like an answer. Did you do it? Because I don't want to be blamed for it, no lens flare. I want an answer, Jason, and I want it now. Put you into this, like, a scene from a film noir. Jason, where's the lens flare? Makes it, you know, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. You know? Where's the lens flare coming from? If I'm standing here as a person, yeah. 
you're here, just like we're here, right? Yeah. And this character and this character and what? I guess I'm holding a camera. I guess I've got a red camera that I'm like running around. I'm not even watching what's happening. I'm not even in the scene. I'm out of the scene because yeah. I'm the camera. I'm the DP. Or some guy standing next to you with the camera eating a sandwich at the same time and there's lens flare. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm actually holding a camera and filming this scene, <laughs> I mean, I should I should have a headset on and I should, should. be hearing the director going, okay, uh, move move the camera, pan right a little bit. Or Why not with the lens flare? Why not? Okay. Uh, pull out. Pull out a little bit. Can uh, I can I stand next to you with you pull cue cards? Focus on that, please. Can I stand next to you with cue cards? Yeah. So I can just stand no, there. And I, like... Or 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 uh, yeah 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 yeah. That'd be cool. Or I'll or you could be the 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 like one of the one of the Stagehand gaff guys with the with the cable, oh, power oh, oh, stuff. oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I can do that because that's where's the lens flare coming from, right? Or I'm wearing these glasses and my glasses are incredibly <laughs> dirty, and someone and Jason's next to me shining a flashlight in there. Hey, does this bother you? Hey, does this bother you? Is this bothering you? Yes, it is bothering me. I'd like to watch this dramatic scene, please. Yeah. Where is this lens flare coming from? They pan out. And where they're... is it coming yeah. from? Yeah, I don't know. That's very now, interesting. you could say on this show, Discovery, it's coming through the windows. Oh. In space. Why don't they go to a car wash then and just clean it off? Do they just always park next to the sun? And why are they outside the window? Well, well because, I mean. But in space, you know what space is? Really dark. Yeah. And then there's stars, points yeah. of light. That's kind of stalkerish, though, if you're outside, just. But you'd have to be next to like Looking a in. nebula or a star, That's a very big true. power source. And by the way, if you're that close, yeah. maybe you're too close in space. You might not want to be that close. That, that is a very good point. That's a very good point. So where's all this light coming from shining through your windows? First of all, right. anybody mention windows on a spacecraft? Eh. Although we, we give it to them. We give it to them, right? Yeah. It's Star Trek. They have force fields and stuff. Yeah, and it's purely and the for... The dragon has some windows, as astronauts can see. Yeah, it's purely for vanity of people looking out. Like, oh, that's cool. Watch, watch, watch this space station footage from real space. Yeah. You know? Now, granted, we're looking down on Earth, which is lit. By the sun, very bright, very yeah. beautiful. Yes, but look out in space; it's dark. Ain't a whole lot besides the stars. They had to make a special lens for the astronauts. Yes, on Apollo. Yep, to let in as much light as possible, a lens that would let in as much light as possible, so they could take pictures of the far side, mm-hmm. otherwise known as the dark, colloquially as the dark side of the moon, at the Pink Floyd side of the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which then Stanley Kubrick used that exact same lens. Well, not the exact same lens, but the they made Stanley Kubrick a lens to Barry Lyndon because he wanted to make the movie all by candlelight. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. little little known trivia of real filmmakers. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, so so lens flare, and it's and and there are episodes where people are having this dramatic thing, and there's a lens flare here, and then I cut to this camera, and there's a lens flare there, and a lens flare there, and it's obstructing faces mm. and stuff. Folks, mm. Hollywood, get off your medication, <laughs> stop with the lens flare. Right. That yeah. is my rule, number one rule. I mean, it, it takes me out as as soon as I start yeah. seeing that kind of filmmaking. Yeah. I'm basically like. Okay, this is a bunch of people who went to film school and don't know any better. And right. I'm sorry. Right. You can't just step back from that and go, this is, again, lens flare is an effect. 
Right. You can use effects. But there's it's, a point to it. It's like uh, if you wrote a whole bunch of songs and made an entire album and put nothing but echo on it, the whole album. Ooh. Now, granted, I do like Tears for Fears, Sorry, but... I didn't find a device named Hall. What? She's doing her good work over there. I have no idea why she responded. She she's doing her thing. I know it's it's like robot from a from a lost in space right now. It's like doo, 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 the lights are going on. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I, I said some sort of trigger word. I triggered our Alexa. <laughs> Maybe she got angry they were talking about lens flare so much. Exactly. Maybe she doesn't like lens flare herself. Maybe she senses that I'm angry. A disturbance in the forest. Anyway, so, okay, yeah. lens flare. Uh, in addition with the lens flare, okay. weird camera angles on the ship, always mm. when people are talking. Now, to a certain degree, you can do cool things with camera angles to say, hey, you're in space and all that. Yeah. And I have a lot of opinions about J.J. Abrams' filmmaking, especially in Star Trek, his Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm. In Star Trek 2009, they do kind of a lens flare weird angle at the yeah. opening scene. And it's that you're in space and flying past the spaceship and then you get the upside down, the real perspective of it. Yeah. That's effective. Yeah. Because it gives you a sense of, you know, there's no up and down in space. It's just all. It's all up, around. Up and down is what you make it yeah. in space. That's fine. That's fine with the weird angles and stuff. Yeah. But when you have. Here's. Let me. Let me. Hey, Star Trek Discovery people, let me give you a little <laughs> advice on filmmaking. Yes. The less you do around and the more you f- focus in on your characters, on their faces, on yeah. what they're saying, their eye contact and what they're doing, letting the actors do their work, Yeah. the more the audience is going to concentrate I agree. on what they're saying. I agree. I can't concentrate I actually have to turn on the thing because it just blows by the gobbledygook that they talk about. So it, it, it sounds to me, as a guy that refu- now refuses to watch it, it sounds to me that the show is all cosmetic, right? Because the writing sucks. Yep. There's no there's no uh, real meat to it. So it's it's all what CGI and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I should have said this. I should have said this at the outset. If you like Star Trek Discovery, or if you want to go watch Star Trek Discovery, please feel free. This is one one man's opinion. Mm. I, <laughs> um, to boldly go I, I, where no man's opinion has gone before. Um, I, I want to go in another way this. If you like Star Trek Discovery, judging by what's been talked about here, I want you to call me right now and justify exactly well, why you like it. And I, give me hardcore thing, not just, hey, man, it looks cool. You know, this has been boiling up. Because I am a Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. And I have not said anything. I'm like, do I want to say it? Do I want to do it? But I, I, it's gone to the brink after this. The time episode. has come to yeah, the point yeah. where I need to say something right now. And I'm laying out the issues of what the problems are. Yeah. Okay? And this season, it was the second season, everyone was like, okay, we got past the first season. You know, they're going to fix all this, right? And yeah. you do, Star Trek, Star Trek shows traditionally have had to evolve over time. Yeah, for, first season, you're laying down the foundation. You're yeah. introducing everyone to, they're to not the perfect. characters. Some of the stories, yeah. And, well, there you go. And you're 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 building it towards the the end of the arc of the first season. You're setting it up for the second season because that's where the real fun begins. Because now right. that everything's established, you can move on to some cool stuff. So in this second season, <laughs> I... <laughs> so, so, I'm just trying so. to. I don't know. 
So in this second yeah. season, I, I'll tell you what. I did not like the first season. There yeah. were a few episodes that I liked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think one or two of them directed by Jonathan Frakes from mm. Star Trek The Next Generation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. were actually okay. Number one. Uh, the I, So I didn't like the first season. I was like, yeah, I can do without it, whatever. I'm starting to watch the second season, which I'm supposed to like like better, and go back and go, you know, maybe that first season wasn't so bad. Mm. That's a pretty bad to say. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a MacGuffin. Oh. It's called the Red Angel. Oh, really? That's that's what we're doing this whole season. That's the MacGuffin from start. Got it, these red bursts, and now it's a Red Angel. I'm a big fan of MacGuffins. Well, you know what? Hmm. Last night we found out who the Red Angel was. What is the MacGuffin? I don't care. That's the MacGuffin. Ah. I haven't cared. Like, after about the second episode, I've yeah. just been like, Oh God! Just get over with. It. Find out what this phenomenon is and move on. Yeah. It's not that interesting. Yeah. It just, it just, it's just not that interesting. Yeah. And and the problem is what they need to do is maybe have that MacGuffin, but also do those inside episode bottle episode or whatever stories. Yeah. So that they could develop the crew characters and then oh and by the way we're going after this larger. That's what other Star Treks did. That's yeah. what. Deep Space Nine would be like, oh, it's an episode about this, but oh, remember that Dominion War? But there's going to be a little bit. The, yeah. There's going to be a little bit about that because we're still working on that, and there's still things that are going to happen there. If you're MacGuffin, the, it, let me restate that. If the most exciting thing about your MacGuffin is that it's a MacGuffin, you're in trouble. Right. And what is a MacGuffin? Well, a MacGuffin is some something that's mysterious, but but it, it's a ongoing MacGuffin that that leads to something that that has pertains to the show that you would say, oh, okay, that's a major plot point. Yeah, it's a, I, it's a mis- something mysterious. It's a MacGuffin. You don't know what it is. You want to know what it is, and you know it's important. You know it's important, and finally, you know, it explains itself. It stops becoming the MacGuffin and becomes a. Yeah. You know, it's a plot point. I mean, yeah. I, I I should cut. I really need to cut the soundbite of Hitchcock talking. Mm. And I don't know if he actually invented the word or MacGuffin. Not. Um, and he it basically it is, it is a something that the characters care about. Yeah. That the audience doesn't really care about. Yeah. It, but... it, 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 in and of it drives the plot. It's what creates it, the suspense. It, right. What creates but it, yeah. the character it, it, development and all that. Right. You could have a good MacGuffin, I think, would have – there's going to be a reveal, a See, mystery. Exactly. It, it's something that yeah. sets up something. It's something that's mysterious that you don't know what it is, but you know it's working towards something. Yeah. But there's going to be a resolution. And if you do it really well, right? if you do it really well as a creator, filmmaker – you the the audience will be bought in and go oh it was oh wow I get it now yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah but okay. that's hard to do it is hard that to is do. hard to do um it's otherwise known J J Abrams calls it a mystery box yeah I like MacGuffin better in in fact you know what I like it so much that that remember the show we were talking about where I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna write something that has a lead character but you never see him mm-hmm. lead character's name is gonna be MacGuffin I was just you know I was just thinking that when you were going there I was like. What if your character's name is MacGuffin? MacGuffin. Waiting for MacGuffin. Waiting. <laughs> That's right. Christopher Guest, if you're yeah. watching, waiting for MacGuffin. He please. is the MacGuffin. It's like the end of Dune. Uh, <laughs> Little girl comes yeah. out. He is the MacGuffin. 
Right. That's a really deep, weird sci-fi reference, but... um, Ladies and gentlemen, MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, yeah, I, I really... I could care less about this thing that they're going after. And partially because it's just like, da, 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 da. Please develop the characters. Okay, what yeah. characters are they developing in this second season? Uh, they brought on this Captain Pike, which was yeah. uh, the original Starship Enterprise captain before Kirk. Right. Uh, you know him in the TOS episode. The, is it Menagerie, I think? Yeah. The yeah, glass Menagerie. Glass well, there was a cage. The cage, and then there's the yeah. menagerie right. where Spock's And he's him. hurt, right? And he can't yep. speak, and he's in yep. like this. A wheelchair. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. The little machine and, thing. And then yeah. it was the first pilot of Star Trek that was yeah. rejected, basically. All the film is he was the original captain. Then yeah. they cast Shatner, and everyone knows this story. Right. But um, there's that episode where they brought him back, right? And he's injured yep. and stuff, and they kind of explain, yep. oh, that's Pike. Then they send Christopher him, Pike. Yep. They send him back to the planet. Yeah. Tiles four, the Talosians, which do mental tricks, yeah. which then can make things different in your mind. So you you don't see what's really there, right? Right, and and that was the pilot. So they have brought because this is like happens ten years before Kirk and the Enterprise. So they have brought this Captain Pike on the ship to be acting captain of the Discovery because mm. apparently they don't have a captain. There's problem number one, folks. Maybe you just need a captain. You launch a ship and you don't have a captain. Well, they kind of had this captain in the first season. Yeah. But he was evil. But where's the XO then? The guy that's supposed to like step forward and say, okay, I'm the ap- I'm the acting. Actually, the XO, see, I don't even know. Because I don't even know this main character, Michael Burnham. We don't even know what she really does on the ship. She's an exobiologist. Huh. Okay? Yeah. I know what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. But she's also on the bridge. So she's a science specialist, but she's on the bridge and she's doing all this command stuff and hobnobbing with the admirals and the captains and stuff. Which doesn't make a lot of sense to me in a so, role. Like, should she be number one? But she's not. But the number one guy, yeah. Exo, is this alien named Saru, oh. played by Doug Jones. Excellent, actually. I wasn't so sure about the character. Even last night's episode, the best scene in the episode last night was with him. And it made sense, too. He confronts this guy and he goes, I'm here because I think you're evil and I want to keep an eye on you. And I was like, okay, that was good. It was a good scene. You know, there are a few, even in crappy stuff, there are a few here. And again, this is where the cast, I think, is doing their job. Doug Jones is, Mm -hmm. people love Doug Jones. He's done tons of sci-fi. He's a great character, makeup actor. Yeah. You know, and he's the one character, again, it, they did have an episode or origin story about him. Yeah. That was one of the better episodes that I liked, where they went to his home planet. Yeah. I'm not so sure we learned a lot of great, you know, they did it, but I did like that part. I did like that. Because it was like, oh, finally we get to learn something about someone else, you know. But anyway, uh, so he's the he's the acting captain. He would be the guy in the, in the chair. Yeah. But so he was there. And then here comes the Enterprise, and here comes Pike, and he goes, I have to take over this ship because we got to look at these red things out in space. <laughs> the red MacGuffins. Yeah, you'd think the red things, like, yeah. in the... Uh, anyway, I don't want to get in... I don't want to get into the weeds. Fine. It's a plot <laughs> point. No. And then it's like, oh, Spock is off in a mental institution. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, and he has a beard. <laughs> and he has a beard. <laughs> And he has a beard. Okay, I'm calling shenanigans right there. Spock. But he has a beard, Jason. Did you hear? Uh, yeah, but I can't. A full beard, not 
Not the evil goatee. Spock has a full beard. Yeah. Because he's gone full like Kerouac. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, we can't have that. We can't have that. That... So then they got to go find Spock, but then they got this red stuff. Then they finally got Spock. So in the last couple episodes, Spock is now found. At first, he's like full, well, I can't say the word here because it's not PC. Yeah. But let's just say he's Vulcanly mentally challenged. What? Yeah. And then And this is Spock. But we yeah, we get over that. I'm done. I now can't. he's not now he's talking like a normal Spock. So now it's Spock and and, and you know who the most interesting characters on this show are? Hmm. Three guesses. Who? McGuffin? No. <laughs> I don't know. Captain Pike. Yep, oh Pike, yeah. Cause he's a, a captain. And, and the one guy that's Spock. Yeah. Uh it just and okay, the main that character gets, that gets me, you know, Spock. Don't mess with Spock. The last thing I want to say is this: <clears throat> in my TV shows, yeah, and in my Star Trek sci-fi shows, mm-hmm. you do not need to have characters constantly getting together and whispering in the hallway about what they're doing. Oh, oh, way they're just gonna go. Yeah, hey, you know why? Why are you? Yeah. You don't, the, know, hey, you, you don't whisper. Hey, no. is that lens flare there? Where's that lens flare coming from? I think it's coming through that window. Did we park next to a nebula? I don't know. Did they write into the script like, why are we even whispering? We're in the hallway. That's what I keep yelling at the TV every time I watch the show. <laughs> why are you whispering? Yeah. Like, like I could see if you're off, like, and there's people around. Look at your water cooler. You're, you're at a, you're at a Star Trek in the uh, canteen. Federation in the canteen. canteen water cooler. There's like, people in there eating lunch and stuff. It's like, hey, come over here. Uh, did you, did, I got Yeah, yeah. Did, did you see Norris over there? He, you know, he's uh, yeah. playing 3D chess. Exactly, you know? exactly, oh. exactly. Yeah. That's when you whisper. Right. But when you're off alone, there's no one around. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Janeway barked orders to her crew. Yeah. And I like that. She's a captain. Yeah. Captains bark orders. Yeah. That's part of what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it wasn't Even like. Kurt sometimes would raise his voice. Well, it wasn't you know? like Tuvok was like, perhaps you should whisper, Captain. No. <laughs> no. Can you please keep your voice down? Yeah. In, inside voice, Janeway. Inside well, voice. Let me tell you this. I don't trust... There's an ant on my coffee cup. That's not what I was going to tell you. Um, I don't trust people who whisper a lot. No. (laughs) That, to me, immediately says evil. Secretive, Secretive. conspiracy. uh, You're right. Just something... There's something... Listen... If someone's if someone's whispering and there's no grounds for someone to whisper, Mm -hmm. like if you're in a library, I understand it, right? Yes, yes, a library. But if someone's just whispering, you know what I'm thinking? Something nefarious is going on. That's right. Something nefarious. Me too. You know. Me too. And 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 the whole thing is, uh, like in Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, we boldly go. We have no secrets. We are Starfleet. We are right. The common good. We do not need to whisper around. No. We're like, let's go out and seek out some new lights. Spock, a uh, uh, Sulu, set a course. Yes, right. Captain. Proudly with voice. Right, there's we no go. way. There's no way. There is no way Kirk is going to sit in his chair, and he's going to go warp two. Yeah, no. You know, no. That, that does not happen. No. And this episode, and it happens in many episodes. Yeah. Tons of characters whispering at each other. The main character whispers a lot. 
I, yeah. And I don't know, maybe that's a 2019 effect thing, hipster uh, thing. Whisper. Maybe that's a thing. Yeah. That's great, y'all. That's great. Whisper. Wonderful. Count me out. That's not the, you know, I, I don't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it, anyway. So, the Federation so that's one. Whisperer? I don't there, get there was tons, tons of it. whispering in this I episode. Just, Okay, and yeah. it happens in various episodes. Like half the time, this main character, Michael Burnell, whispers it. Yeah, you don't understand, but Spock is saying, "Why are you whispering? You're in the room. You can talk full voice. You don't yeah. understand, Spock." Like I would have Something. much more uh, connection to this main character if she was just like, "You don't understand." Spock's suffering from what's essentially Vulcan dyslexia. Literally, that's uh, actually was in the script. Uh, I'm not making that up. Vulcan um, dyslexia. Yeah, yeah, I'm not making that up. Uh, but no, it's you don't understand. It's like, oh, welcome to ASMR yeah. Trek to boldly go where no one's gone before. And then... It's horrible. Okay, I don't like that. Sorry. So the whispering. I, I, yeah, we gotta get rid of that. And then the yeah. the last thing along with that whispering, yeah, is what they do in most of this show. And last night was a perfect example. It's a lot of people talking in hallways. And if I'm captain, I'm banning all talking in hallways. Yeah, exactly. Just, We're yeah. a team. We're right. working together. Sure, of course you have care. Of course you do this. But the whole Star Trek uh, ethos was here's the team on the bridge, uh, Janeway. See, and here's the problem. I just go watch Discovery, and my friends binge watching. Star Trek Voyager, having yeah. a great time with it. It's like, you want to watch Voyager? Yeah, let's watch it. Oh, this is a good one. Seven and nine, and oh, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to give it away, right? <laughs> yeah. When there's a problem, what does Janeway do in the bridge? People, I need solutions. Right. Tubak. What do we do? Right. Uh, Chakotay. What do you, you're, right? you're like, yeah, come on. It's like a team. It's like a base. You're in the dugout. Right. Right? No, this doesn't happen on Discovery. Yes, okay. You all could say, well, there was this one scene where Pike and this scene and this scene, you know? And I'm not even... I'm not even going to go into even worse things about this show. Uh-oh. I'm just giving you highlights of stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. So. It sounds to me that there's a whole lot of things that don't work. Boy. Yeah. Everyone was talking to each other about their, whispering to each other about their feelings and stuff. What? In this episode. That's and, even weirder. And there's nothing wrong with character development and feelings and stuff. As a side, you, 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 you reveal it. Yeah. You know, here, here, we'll put down that card right now, and you'll get a little of that. Yeah. We'll give you a taste of that while we're working on our big exploration MacGuffin yeah. that we're working on yeah. as a team. Yeah. And we'll show how this personal problem that you're going to have, you're going to somehow overcome or morph a- as mm. part of the team, as yeah. part of the overarching crew member of a of a starship going out and doing discovery, right? Yeah. Because what do we have to do as human beings? We have to get past our personal things and work together yeah. for the greater good. Right. But maybe not in 2019. Damn. Maybe we're too hipster. Maybe we gotta like. They didn't. They weren't walking around like in the hallways whispering with those little do rag thing. Not do rags. Not do rags. Those. Why do you say cap that? Thing. I don't know because I say yeah, hipster. That's why I think of flannel oh. and that one cap. 
Oh, that's what you mean. You know, and they're all whispering, I don't like that bad guy. I just think big glasses when I think. Oh, well, they have that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the four loco. Right. <laughs> the four loco and the, the red right. and the, and the, yeah. Yeah. And the, and the, the vape. Gotta have the vape. You get the vape, yeah. right? And it's got the flannel with the little star, <laughs> the little Federation symbol there. I predict. I predict it's the end of that culture. I predict we're we're like it's it's it, mm. this new. Uh, it's that's it's mm. going down. It's oh, getting ditched because so, yeah. it's just too silly. And people, you know, it's like when you look back in your high school pictures and you look at how silly you look with your hair and whatnot. Well, yeah, it's it's, know, like, it's like it's like in the '90s with grunge. Trust me. Or the eighties, or the eighties with the big hair, right? You look back mm-hmm. and like, ah, or the parachute, or the parachute pants in the eighties, or in the seventies, mm-hmm. the bell bottoms. Yeah. Well, you might be speaking from experience, but I'm not. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> Wasn't me. There are no pictures of me. I can honestly, that look like you described right now. <laughs> I, I can honestly say I've never worn a pair of bell bottoms. I've never uh, worn a pair of parachute pants. Oh, really? I've never walked around with one glove. Well, damn it, Jason, you haven't lived. I know. I I know. Call me conservative. I should have, though. That would have been great. I did want parachute pants. Oh, I begged my parents. I want parachute pants. All the other kids are wearing parachute pants. I want one. And all my mom would say was, geez, that's a lot of zippers. Yeah. You know? All I do is I jump on the field at Rex Putnam in my in my grungy jeans, and I go, can't touch this. And it doesn't work. Right. MC Hammer pants. I I I, yeah, I saw someone wearing MC Hammer pants one time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. But I never, I, you know, I wanted. I mean, I think I, bad. When I think parachute pants, I think yeah. MC Hammer. I think he really was the guy that was like. Wasn't parachute parachute pants? What was the one? Probably pants? before him, but really MC Hammer was. What was just the like, one pants with all the zippers? I thought those were parachute he, pants. Yeah, yeah. And it just he had it no, but he literally in one of his videos he parachutes with oh, his pants. Pants, right? He's flying. He's rocking. He's <laughs> uh, flying uh, squirrel in his pants. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I do. But don't, don't, please. Did we're you, not saying don't adopt that look today. Don't wear it. You wear bell, bell bottoms. Yep. Yeah. In the seventies. Well, seventies. When I was a kid. Yeah. I, like I said, yeah. you haven't lived all the things you described. I have at one point. Yeah, my older I didn't brother really did. have. Yeah. I really didn't have parachute pants, but I had some. I want some. Remember when you would wear Those zippers and everything, like brightly colored kind of oh, baggy sure. uh-huh. pants. I had the, yeah. I had a pair of yellow pants. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Your bright pastel. Really? Well, that, <laughs> was the, that was the order of the day back then. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. The, look, you bra- look just like colors. Don Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I did have a white jacket for a while. Oh yeah, I baby. did. I did. Yeah, I had I a white jacket. Uh, Miami Vice. I, oh, yeah. yeah. What else? What else did we fall? What did I yeah. fall trapped to? The, that's about it, though. I mean, I never really, uh, uh, never really, n- never did the old San Francisco riding gear early '80s crap. Never did yeah. that. Didn't do. Although I did want parachute pants. Mom and Dad, you yeah. broke my heart with the parachute pants. That's so what I wanted. I didn't want more Tinker Toys. I, I wanted know. parachute pants. You were trying to break dance in the field, and right. it was like, ah, I can't take this guy seriously. Right? How can you? How can you take that Allen kid seriously? He doesn't even have yeah. a pair of parachute pants. That was break, uh, break dancing. The yes. parachute pants was kind of that was kind of a, a thing with the break dancing. Yeah, except yeah. with my motor skills suck so bad yeah. that usually people do break dancing, and I would just break. I know. I just fall down. I I just people would yeah. be like, ah, this guy and his Levi's. Right. Exactly. You know. Oh, here comes a guy with multicolored. He's got like twenty zippers on his pants. Sweet. He's hip. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. But I'm like, no, they're button fly. They're Levi's 501s. Yeah. That don't mean nothing. That, nah, get, get, get out to the side of the playground, kid. Now 501s cost you like a, a mortgage payment. <laughs> when did that? I don't know, dude. And when did Chuck Taylors yeah. start cost, yeah. costing more than Nikes? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't get it. They're just yeah. canvas. Yeah. Folks. You just wear them all the time, man. I, yeah, we, I, I did. I saw one in there sometime. I said, hey, no, why don't you get yourself a pair of Levi's? True story. R.I.P. Pay less shoes. Yeah, and walked in there, yeah. and the Levi's. I mean, they, I don't. I don't want to price drop on the show. I'm going to do it. Yeah. We went in there one time. And I swear. I think it was around sixty bucks. Oh yeah. For yeah. a pair of for a pair of just five oh ones, right? Yeah. And I looked at him. You know me. Uh, and my kid's like, no, that's like you know he was surprised. Yeah, that's how much it is. And, and I was like, you got to be. Would the denim go up in the last hundred years? And would those five hundred ones be oh for that price made in America perhaps? Yeah, Malaysia. Uh, yeah, Vietnam, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> We're just like. Arr, 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 arr. Well, I was doing the Kermanja. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true though. I mean, it it's is. Like, it's Very not. True. They're not. Used to be when we were growing up, and they were cheap. They were actually made, probably made in the USA. Right. You know, it'd be like mm, whatever. Right, because only American cowboys know how to make denim. God darn it, you know. So I think I, I guess we put that to bed. I discovery. guess I highlighted all the discovery issues, yeah. uh, the story writing well, and all that stuff. So and yeah. and the converse is that there's this Orville show, kind of. It's not competing. It's a different show. Some people don't like it. That's fine. I like so in the second season. Uh, I, I know all of the characters, all their deals. Very interesting, interesting stories. Not every story is perfect. Not every story of Star Trek was ever perfect. There's a lot of stories that are like, eh, that's okay. But, but the, at the end of the day, do you walk away going, okay, that was fun. Yeah. It put a smile on my face one way or another. I mean, I, I enjoyed that. It was worth my time. There may have been a hidden message in there that right. I about to think about. And that's Seth. I Mc... like Seth MacFarlane's yeah. tongue-in-cheek sort of snarky. Well, it's not even take. as tongue-in-cheek. This they they actually have taken it more seriously. Really? Yeah, yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's like you know, did you come away? Did you? Are there characters you like? Are there characters? You're, oh, I really like. You know, some I did see some someone somewhere said. Uh, and I think this is would would you might have been Rob Burnett, which I talk about him later. He's he's a really interesting guy. It has a lot of ties to Star Trek. But uh, someone said, um, when you're done watching the show, any show, not just Star Trek, uh-huh. but we'll take Star Trek. Uh, could be Carter Country. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, uh, are you Barney Miller for sure? Would you? like to go hang out with those people with those oh, characters you know that at, is the, a good test. At, the, at the end yeah. of the day when you're done yeah. like for me for the star trek for the orville like would you like to just go on the bridge be on yeah. the orville for a while and hang out with those characters I would. are they interesting i would Do you find it and the answer for star trek discovery is no <laughs> i wouldn't want to hang out with anyone half the time i wouldn't know who they are yeah. they're serving on a ship it's like what was your name again yeah you you you're the communications guy right yeah you've said three things in two seasons what you know yeah and that's not the actor's fault that's not a lot of people who work on the show yeah, it's the writers it's not their fault but it is the creator's <laughs> fault the showrunners i always like it goes up at the top the executives the people at the top 
I mean, people are just making a living. Actors making a living and whatnot, and that's yeah. fine. So, so that that is. I haven't talked <laughs> Who about this. Are you people? Yeah, I haven't talked about yeah. this show in a, in forever. I wanted to get it off the chest after last night's episode. Yeah. I will be soldiering through. Uh, the one thing, the test for me, the yeah. test of time is like last season. I'm going to watch the show once and I'm never going to watch it again. I'm mm. never going to go back and go, gosh, I'd really like to go. I've done that with every single Star Trek, even even Enterprise I've gone through. And you can jump through story arcs and stuff yeah. with like streaming and Netflix and go, oh, I want to know that Klingon story or whatever. You know what? I've done that with every Star Trek movies, you name it. Even oh, yeah. Star Trek V. I will go watch sometimes. Oh, sure. The, vo- the uh, yeah. What was that? Uh, Star Trek? Final Frontier. The Final Frontier. Yeah. The one where they're doing the just row, get, row, row your boat. Yep. And just to get yeah. to that, oh, the marshmallow. And then they, just yeah. to get to that point of, Kirk goes, wait a minute. What does God want with a starship? Mm. Jim, you don't, we already covered this. Right. You don't ask the deity what he wants with your ship, Jim. <laughs> don't what do you do with the I know. I know. Yeah. It still has stuff. Even 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 the bad stuff has well, yeah, stuff Kurt, to it. Yeah, Kurt's shenanigans. He knows shenanigans yeah. are going on. He knows something's going on. So I really hope that the Orville gets renewed for season three because I want to stick with his so characters. I want to see more. I want to see them uh, develop their world, mm-hmm. their world building of the Orville and the Planetary Union. Mm-hmm. And Star Trek Discovery, I'm sorry, I really don't care. It's not that good. It's not good television. And I'm sorry to the people who work hard on it, but it, it just isn't. They're going. They're planning a Picard show. Yeah, I heard that. Well, you it's know. It's going to be another all-access show, well, right? Well, and by the same producers. And mm. i got to be honest with you. We all love Patrick Stewart. Patrick yeah. Stewart is a Star Trek guy. I like Patrick Stewart oh, outside yeah. of Star Trek. I, you I'm going to say right now, I don't have my hopes up. And that's and I know a lot of people fans are going to disagree with me or freak out about it, but I I don't know, I don't right. know I, I I don't know that what we're going to see is Star Trek from here on out. And yeah. you know what, fans, it's just a TV show. You can go back on Netflix every one of those uh, from the original series on. You can go rewatch them. There's seven seasons in you know, uh, three seasons of Star Trek, mm-hmm. s- seven seasons of the Next Generation, mm-hmm. five or seven in Deep Space Nine, seven seasons of Voyager. Yeah, I think five, I mean, five Deep Space Nine. Three, only yeah. three of Enterprise, if I remember. Yeah. There's plenty of hours, and there's a whole I box DVD of the movies. There's lots of Star Trek. You can read novels. You can read comic books. It doesn't ruin Star Trek for us, okay? That's the one thing I see fans out there going, it's ruining it. Or, or The Last Jedi ruined Star Wars. No, it didn't. It's yeah. still there, what you know and love. Yeah. You can choose to ignore the, yeah. the the stuff you don't like. Yeah, it's weird that for the first time in my life, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to kind of ignore this new Star Trek when it's over and pretend I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. It just is. So So do you feel cleansed there it is. a little bit? Do you feel... I know. Did you... Was this bad? I told you no, that I had you to got get this it, out. No, listen, you got to get out of your system. <laughs> I have something myself. Yeah. Uh, the, the, obviously, we can't really go into today, but next time, yeah, uh, my spring cleaning is going to be uh, the uh, limited series up on uh, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, John Malkovich is uh, Hercule Poirot. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The ABC Murders, but they yeah, saw that. Uh, the cre- the creator, the lady behind it, did it. 
She changed some very fundamental Ooh. things about the canon of Hercule Poirot. Yeah. And I was like, well, the, when I first was yeah. like, well, that's interesting. But as it went on and you watched it, you're like, no, 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 See? no, 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 no. And like most like YouTube fan people, yeah. they get on top of the canon of Star Trek and yeah. how this new show is changing but, stuff. Yeah. I didn't even want to go there. I don't even right. care. But this like, was so yeah. fundamental yeah. differences. The yeah. Agatha Christie, I mean, she literally, someone held a seance. She came back, threw yeah. a book at the lady, and then went back yeah. into the yeah, ether. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It I know. was just... Yeah, because when I first heard it, I'm like, that is interesting. I wonder how they're going to do this, right? Because I give it enough of, you know, I want to see this. I want to see how they present it because, you know, I'm open to this. Okay. But it just, it, yeah. Again, what I discussed earlier in this discovery discussion, when you work within the parameters of the, 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 the property that you're working on. Yeah. It's perfectly fine to create a new universe. No, it, in fact, it's so, encouraged because yeah. of the, it's originality. And, and and I felt so bad. The one thing of it, it just I felt bad. Malkovich is such a good actor, and he was He's great. he was acting his butt off on that. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that's a great actor. Hey, you know, you want to you want to like the show. You want to. Yep. I, I'm gonna save it for another time, but because yeah. it's just it's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 just wow. We gotta go, and and and, oh, and yeah. our and our waiters are like clean. <laughs> I I can hear the dishes. <laughs> They're cleaning off the tables here, and, and they the, uh, are no. Hey, hey you. Oh. Hey you. What? Oh. We're gonna be wrapping things up. Did you did you want to stand in front of me? That way you can wave to people. I got one more thing that okay. I was gonna say okay. before we do that. Okay. One quick one okay. that I did have on my list, and I did have it in the hashtag, but we didn't do it. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm going to make it quick. Oh, hashtag. Right. I'm going to make it quick. Me? Yeah. Uh, I, I got to see a preview. Now, it opened on Thursday. Yeah. I believe. Uh, last night. Uh-huh. In theaters. Uh, got to see the preview on Tuesday. Excellent. With uh, Don Taylor. Excellent. Uh, movie critic. Yes. Um, and I, 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 was, I was telling you before the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Taylor's a great. Oh yeah, critic. she's really great. I mean, she's been on the show I before. Love, it's yes, fantastic. and we got to yeah. do that again. Oh yeah. Actually, we were talking about some stuff uh, uh-huh. after the movie, but uh, I, I really, really love her opinions and her criticisms of film. Yeah. That. I mean, like before I met her in person, yeah, I would listen to her podcast where she talked about film. Yeah, I, I, so. I didn't know too much about her when, until she came well, on she, the show, she a, and I was fascinated. Yeah, she was the on the Rick time. Emerson show. And yeah, all yeah. That stuff, so, I, was, yeah, I was so yeah. fascinated. Her takes on everything is so so interesting. Yeah. You so know. anyway, so uh, we went to the preview on Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, this new movie. Well, just, I got the poster, man. I actually got some swag the first time of this movie. Us. Us. I, I think this is the poster, the main one. Mm-hmm. But look, there's another side Ooh. to it. I didn't realize. Oh, oh. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Writer, director of Get Out. Academy Award winner Jordan Peele of Get Out. So uh, his new movie's out, Us. Uh, mm-hmm. As you can see, it's kind of a, probably a horror movie. I yeah. did see it on Tuesday. Uh, I'm a huge... Um, get Out was the movie I wanted to see in the theater that year, and I never could get out to go see it. I had to go rent it, luckily, before the Academy Awards. And I thought Get Out was an absolutely brilliant film. Yeah, I got. I, I, I loved it. it. You gotta see, man. It's 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 got a great twist. It's really good. Um, so we went to see Us. Mm-hmm. Star, the, starring. Uh, I'll let you do the honors. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Lupita Nyong'o? Yes, that yes. is her, okay. Lupita. 
Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm bad with names. I'm just bad with names. It took names. me a while, too. I had, I had yeah. to run it over and over. And I over still can't over. say the name of the coaches of Duke. So there you go. Oh, Krzyzewski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good good for you. Coach K. Bless you. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Krzyzewski. Exactly. We'll be talking about that on Sunday, by the way. Oh, yes. Uh, a lot. Um, so anyway, so saw the movie. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a quick review. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it a thumbs up. Excellent. I give it a go see it. I think it will be uh, a great summer movie. It Excellent. is a horror movie. Uh, well directed. Uh, I like the filmmaking. Mm-hmm. No, no lens flares. Or at least Ooh. if there were lens flares, I didn't notice them, Jason. They Excellent. worked within the... The movie. Jordan don't deal no. Yeah, I know. It was good. Uh, yeah. uh, they, the cast was, she was great. The cast, uh, yeah. there's two kids who play oh. her, her son and her daughter. They mm-hmm. were fantastic. Really? Those kids. Um, I thought that, to be critical, I thought there were a little bit issues with the narrative. And uh, when Don and I discussed it afterwards, we felt that there was some stuff that got explained, over-explained, uh, or, or maybe I felt that that I didn't need that much explanation. Yeah, like it's a horror movie, and you know, at the end of the day, it's magic. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, there's an origin thing, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just gotta go, okay, that's weird, and you know, yeah. maybe later in the sequels you learn right. about it. So, so there was a, some narrative things that. I yeah. kind of was like, eh. beautifully filmed though, and beautifully acted, and it is a horror movie. And interestingly enough, okay, and I don't think that if this, I don't think this would apply to present company, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think the movie is rated R. Mm-hmm. We found out, but yeah. here's the thing: there's no gratuitous. There, there's suspenseful things. There's yeah. blood. There's things that happen. Yeah, like in any horror movie, but no gratuitous like trauma like. So it's not like a hack and slash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like things that you see, like people's heads. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And so I was kind of like, "Wow, is this kind of like a movie you could take your teenagers, <laughs> like a family um, suspenseful movie?" Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answer. Because I I, I really came away going, you know, I expected to see the aftermath of certain things that mm. I didn't see. Yeah. Which I like. I like when you see blood and things happening yeah. and you hear noises and stuff. Yeah. But you don't necessarily have to show me, you know, that. Yeah. So anyway. So, uh, but yeah, generally I give it a thumbs up. I think it's a fun movie. I think people will find it fun. Just a little bit of the narrative. It, gotcha. You know, if you're, you're expecting Get Out. Get Out. And he's going to be doing on the CBS, he's going to be doing the um, new Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's gonna it be looks good. They're gonna maybe redo some of the old episodes, which I'm a little worried about, but mm. we'll see. So this might give you a little taste of that. Kind I, of I, I like so. Jordan Peele. I, I, I do. I, think, I do. Uh, I think if he's gonna do anything, if you're gonna have to yeah. rewrite anything, I think he's a guy that's a pretty yep. a, a master mm-hmm. of everything, and I think he can steer it. And he likes you know. to put the little hidden humor and stuff yeah. in it, which you need in any horror movie, and it's there. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, so you quit. anyway, do you, do you know of any of the ones he's going to redo? Is he going to do like the Shatner one with the gremlin out on the? I think so. Oh, based... serve man. Uh, I don't know. Mm, okay, I gotta know. I gotta. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan. Actually, he is going to do to serve man. 
Ooh. And the alien, rather than one alien, it's going to be played by two aliens. Uh-huh. One will be Martha Stewart, Ooh. and the other will be Snoop Dogg, wow. who come from a planet. And they will show how to serve man with cannabis. I like it. <laughs> I like it. You know, that, they, they do maybe they can together. work in our 420 special. Then. Yeah, exactly. I uh, like it. Exactly. Huh? Anyway, so I did want to put in that S. I, I, I would say generally uh, generally a thumbs up. Go see it. It's, we should it's do it. The, the theater had fun. People laughed. We laughed. Yeah. We went, oh, and stuff. I mean, it, it was. it's one of those movies. It's not going to be a movie you're going to be like, oh, I need to contemplate for years about this. No, yeah. it's just a fun movie. We and well to, well made. We need to make this more of a segment on the show. Like when you go out to see the movies and we get the VIP stuff and you go out there and see them. You need to come back and... In the every eight months I go out to see a movie? <laughs> yeah, that we'll make that a regular segment. That's what I mean by regular, yeah. right? Once a year, you know, our annual. I know. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. And if Dawn sees that, I, I had a good time. She knows. Awesome. It's a good time. Um, and yeah, we. I, I, I would like her to Talk about movies. Oh yeah, again. But yeah. I don't know. She's going to do other stuff. So we'll gotcha. see. Gotcha. Is, I like I like people who are movie critics and thoughtful. Yeah. And like I said, I can sit down and go, I what was it? I didn't like that. And she'll go, This is what you didn't like. And I'm like, uh, That's what it was right there. I I had I don't even need to think about it. You're telling me exactly it was that thing right there. You yeah. know that pacing right there was not quite right. And it's like that's what I was thinking right there. That you know. So. Yeah. But I'm not a professional movie critic. Well, there you go. We're just professional curmudgeons. I am a professional popcorn eater during movies. Uh-huh. Do you need their... This was definitely a popcorn movie. You need, you need the big bucket? Oh, Huge are you bucket? kidding me? Yeah. I had the big big bucket, but big bucket when I watched us. I'm afraid it is to a ask, big it is a big bucket movie. I'm afraid to ask how much does the bu- how much do they cost now the big buckets? It's about uh, half a car payment. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. No, they're like $9. Good, good $9, thing. Nine dollars, dude. Oh. Nine dollars. Yeah, what a, are you gonna do? You're well, there. Well, you, yeah. you can't bring your own popcorn. No. You know, popcorn police will kick you out. And then when you need to go to the wherever the theater is, right? You you gotta walk past the popcorn machine, and they do it on purpose. I swear. Oh, they have yeah. like a little fan thing that blows that mm-hmm. right at you because they know they they know it's gonna sucker you in. And for me. It's they don't use real butter. They use coconut oil based stuff. It's all yeah. it's all on the vegan side, on the vegetarian yeah. side. I yeah. love I love movie theater, but you know yeah but, yeah, yeah love it. Yes, I, I for love this it. one it was like I'm getting a big bucket and, I, and yeah. a lot of poster too. So there you and go. it's definitely a popcorn movie. Oh yeah, it's definitely Good. a movie you want to get popcorn. I see. This is I'm shilling for the theaters. Here you go, theaters play <laughs> the movie. Uh, it's weird because it kind of came out first. First of spring, yeah, because we're in spring. But to me, it's very spring summer. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if you have older teenagers who like horror, I think it would be fine. Yeah. It'd be a fun family movie outing. That's good. Excellent. That's about a family and all that. So uh-huh. anyway, uh-huh. so there's my review of us. There we go. I gave it a. There we go. General thumbs up. Fun movie. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. That would kind of maybe see it again. Yeah. Yeah, even with the kind of some of the plot holes, it was like. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's good to see things. Elizabeth second Moss time. is in it. Really? Yeah, the one from uh, uh-huh. Mad Men and the uh, which I've never I've seen Mad Men, but the uh, yeah. Handmaid's Tale, which I've never seen. Never seen that either. Yeah, she's in it. Yeah, she's she plays a. Yeah. She's she's really. And again, just what you need in a horror movie: really annoying woman. Oh, then that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. You need the annoying one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because what happens to it? Because they're getting... Well, no, no, no. No spoilers. 
Well, it's not a spoiler. No, she was she was good in it too. I mean, Lupita the annoying women always gets whacked. And, That's the way it is. And Elizabeth, yeah. both good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Okay. All right. Are we ready to take it out? I think so. Finally. Jenny, are you going to jump in real quick? You going to say, say hi? We had a well, special we had a special guest. Uh, yes. Guest Our, star. Uh, face that way. Oh, gosh. Or face that way. <laughs> there you go. Say, okay, there you go. Say hello. You like my ventriloquist dummy. Look. All right, sorry. Hello. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Now you said hello. Okay. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) It's your cameo. Yeah, there's your cameo. It's like Stan Lee in one of those movies that just comes in. Hey. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So that's it. There's the thing. Maybe we should say to people before we're out of here. Oh, yes. We'll be back on Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday night. Sports, a special sports wrap-up show, man. Sports wrap-up show. Sports Sunday. Of course, I think the number one subject for sports wrap-up, as was uh, this week, if you watch it, our preview, yeah. NCAA right, Men's Tournament, March, March, March Madness. Madness, baby. And there's been some... Uh, we'll John ja Morant, man. Yeah, Ooh, we'll be talking about Murray. the Murray State game. And there's a lot of games going down over the weekend, so I get know. ready, I think folks. tonight we've got some games, yeah. too. Some so it's going to be interesting. I, I, I want... I, I'm, I'm, I want to see Duke. We will be judging your tables. Yes, yes. We will be judging the tables from last week. Yeah, I, I know. So. I, I know. I know. Uh, well, me, yeah, Jay Z, and I, we had a lot of similar. You did. Uh, yeah, a lot of similar ones. There's only a couple few that we differed on, and I know one of them was the was the uh, Minnesota game, mm-hmm. and because you know me and the I, I just love the Golden Gophers, and uh, they actually won. I was, I was very surprised. I thought for sure they were going to get trashed, but no. I'm going to end this because I did forget about okay. this, and okay. I did mention this to you, and I didn't want to forget. Okay. Uh, our our messages. Uh, Al, yes. Al Nylum. I hope I got that right. Uh-huh. Al Nylum. Hi, Al. Uh, commented, hi, Doc and Jason. Just a guy here in Erie. I, E-I-R-E. Uh-huh. I don't think that's – I think that's in the – well, anyway, we'll look it up. Okay. Listening to you and that song, you're thinking of a duet, Brian Adams and Tina Turner, if I'm not mistaken, is It's Only Love. There we go. There you go. So, Al, so Erie thanks is either, for watching and listening. You can either say, if it's international, I would say Ireland. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, but if it's if it's just Erie, it's probably Erie, Pennsylvania. That's E-I, you know, just let me look here. E-I-R-E. Then yeah, that's uh, that's Ireland. Uh, that's what I thought. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right on, man. Old Irish, yeah, yeah. Yep. Our our uh, all the way from Ireland. That's Irie, what I thought. Irie. That's what I thought. I thought uh, he's coming through from there. Nice. So nice. anyway, Hello. thanks for sending the message out. Yeah. Feel free. Thank Feel you. Feel free to send Thank you, our Irish brethren yeah. and sisters. Yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah, for keep watching. Sending. Yeah, you bet. All right, it is time to finally go. Yes. And and you can call that phone number. Oh, Anytime, day or night, twenty four seven. You can leave a voicemail. That's right. You can send us messages on Twitter. Just because we're not live, you can send messages, messages on YouTube, yeah. um, all of that. You mean five zero three three nine five five zero four zero? That's right. There you go. That, there is voicemail on there. Yeah. And uh, we will play your voicemail. Right. If it's uh, acceptable. Yeah. If it's if it's clean. If, if it's, it's clean. It's a family show, yeah. folks. Come on. No Hannibal Lecter is calling us, please. No. <laughs> At least Clarice. At least not in the first hour. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right. 
we will see you back on Super Sunday. That's right. Super Sports Sunday. Okay. With J-J-J-J-J-Z. That's right. There you go. C-A-A. See you all later.